Oh, yeah, we're all good. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm uh, eating this taco. Mm-hmm. What'd you get on it? Hmm? What did you get on it? The tacos? Yeah, like what happens? I got uh, two pollo and two carnitas. They're, um, it's a uh, food truck style, so it's straight up like cilantro and onions and then the meat, you know? Oh, that's perfect. Uh-huh. They got a, um, a little hot sauce. The, I can't remember the name of the place, but it parks outside of the, um, the local brewery, which is, you know, like a block away from my house or something, two blocks. So every Wednesday I get to go over there if I want a taco. They got a nice taco truck and fucking grab a 22 ounce of, not my favorite beer, but they make beer. So... Fucking I got kicked off already, so if that happens, well, you give me one don't, worry, I'll be right don't worry about me. I'll just hang up and jump back in or whatever. Okay, cool. My, I think just the internet up here kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I definitely um can tell. I'm starting to be able to tell. Like when I yeah. when I do it with, with my boy Perry and Murph. Murph's in um Bridgman. And his fucking tracks are perfect. Like, the track that really? he fucking records himself and sends to me lines up perfectly with Craig. Everything's fine. Me and Perry, like, like you'll see jumps where, like, really? where there was That's lag so and annoying, shit. Man. Oh, it's so super annoying. I have to cut every single one of them, like, three, four times and readjust the timing when it does that. Just want shit to work, man. We Seriously. can put a fucking guy on the moon. <laughs> so, Can't well, get internet up in... Leland? Well, you know, you're probably just, uh, you need to spend more money. That's the thing. You just, I hear that helps. Money solves everything, apparently. What a, what a joke. You got COVID? I think it's actually, it's a big problem up here because there's not enough towers. Like, even the mm. rich people don't have internet. <laughs> I bet. I bet, I bet. Um, I'm going to start I'm recording, recording again. Recording again. Recording again. Figuring shit out. I'm, I'm recording. Okay. I'm ready to roll. All right. I'm eating and a fucking taco. So I got my taco. I got my, uh, I got my beer here, but um, I forgot the tequila. You know, I was gonna kiss my Mexican cousin. Those are the dark days, man. I, uh, my friend's like, that song's supposed to be a joke, though. I'm like, well, it ain't funny. As per almost everything Fish has done, they fell short at reaching their fucking goal of making that a joke, okay? Fucking. Yeah. God damn it. Those it's guys got, tried so hard. One of I my mean, favorite lines, it's like. I'm really sorry that you got pissed. I'm going to have to cross you off the list of my true friends. I think the thing about like a joke song, like in order for it to be f funny, also has to be kind of a good song. Like like a really mm -hmm. like that was the thing with Family Guy, like they would have these joke songs that were just I mean, yeah. you know, Family Guy is like doing its own thing or whatever. But the songs were always really grating because they were such poorly constructed 
bad songs in my opinion just like yeah. i don't know it's just a picture to like listen to to get the joke and that's how my well, cousin the difference is then the joke is just like not that funny it's just not very yeah it's not a good what's joke. the the joke is that they they like drinking tequila like and dumb... they call it and they call it mexican cousin it's, yeah it's a, i think well, so. i think that's the idea it's a stupid drinking song and so ty's friend's presumption means that it can be also bad and then that it's exempt from that being an issue <laughs> uh, no, that album was really uh you know from our perspective you know i was like i think i got into fish when i was probably 15 which was like 1999 and then they put out farmhouse and then i saw them in 2000 <laughs> and then they broke up they went on hiatus you know and then like 2003 they're like gonna come back so it's kind of like oh man cool like you know fish will probably you know what are they gonna do when they come back and then that's what you got was round room yeah and that see, was like we, man this is pretty disappointing and then going to see them uh that summer it, it just it really was not very good and that was a lot that was kind of like i think you know that was the end of fish for me <clears throat> When we were, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I checked out around then too. I, I still go to shows every once in a while, but I think Chris and I we went to the same show in two thousand, and then that, that's still pre hiatus, so it still had some sort of shine to like the, the you know the classic era. Um, but I think after they played Big Cypress and like welcomed in the Millennium, like, and then they did that like seven and a half hour set like that was by all um you know <laughs> what i can tell is like that's like that was the end of fish for them and they're like what do they what do we do now and then they just kind of kept going a little too long and it got weird you know like this huge apparatus that they were supporting so they they stopped to kind of reassess but when they came back in a few years things were still bad if not worse uh like with drugs and stuff and it was yeah it was it was a bummer when they came back it sounded Still sounding pretty dark and kind of fucked up and not healthy. I think there's like a, songs. <laughs> that era you can call like a it's like a, the transition from like whatever their band was that ended, I guess with you could say Big Cypress or whatever, and then becoming like a legacy act. Like now they're just like like you know kind of like the legacy, like yeah. you know like the like the '90s dead. Like they're just kind of like hey. Fish shows up. You're gonna go see them. You're gonna have fun. There's not really any expectations, yeah. but a good time. Maybe that's what they always were for to some extent. But I mean, it's, you know, I don't think they're breaking any like new musical ground well, in a good way, at least. And he's dead. That they literally, like, partially are '90s dead, or at least I guess '2000s dead, right? I Phil? think they're actually what Touring. the dead would dead would have been if they hadn't, you know. But they but they toured with Mercy. them. Like who wasn't Mike and fucking Trey literally half of fucking uh didn't they tour with drum, I think the rhythm rhythm devils and fucking no, I uh, think I think they did do a Phil show Lesh. with Phil and Friends like one or Phil two where they sat in they but definitely I don't did think a they tour were, with rhythm devils I I read about it maybe yeah I don't know about that um, it was like then, during know, the hiatus the, too the Jerry stuff for um. <laughs> You know, Fare the Fare Thee Well shows. Right, which, right. you know, I think that's, like, fine, I guess. But, um... The better than I John think they're Mayer. super boring. If, <laughs> I'd rather I think listen everybody to Trey play guitar. Probably. 
I do not like Trey's guitar playing very much, but I think if I was going to listen to The Dead, uh, Trey's guitar playing is much more Jerry style. He gets how the shit should work, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think not, not that John Mayer is a bad guitar player. John Mayer's only redeeming fact is that he's an okay guitar player. Yeah, he's like, you know. I mean, like, the guy who plays on, like, a commercial is a really good guitar player, too, man. For like, sure. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> so he is. He's a good guitar player, but not in, like, an interesting way. Just like, oh, that person's right. really competent, like, at how the guitar is supposed to be played. I mean, if we, if we really want to go into it. He just knows his way around some blues scales. Yeah, I mean, so if, I, if I went to a bar and saw John Mayer, I'd be like, man, I saw this awesome guitar player. I had a really a good time watching him. You know what I mean? My girlfriend loved him. Yeah, but it's not like I'm like, man, I got to go find that John Mayer trio CD and learn some licks or whatever. Uh, He's really good at, like, aping other people's tones and stuff, too. He's like, I can do yeah. Stevie, I can do Jerry, I can... But and that's, oh, Trey, I mean, again, Trey. like, you know, if I'm at, like, the whatever yeah, room fest or whatever, like, that could be cool. Like, you would enjoy that. It's just, like, listening to someone, like, man, that guy nailed whatever at Zars or whatever. That'd be, like, a really, like... Hey, that was pretty cool, man. After my friend's wedding went to Zars, and this guy fucking could play exactly like Buddy Guy or whatever. And that was that was a blast, man. That's like cool. That, and I think that's what I, I think about Fish. Really, like looking back on it, like if they were a bar band, which I guess whatever, that's where they started. Like if you saw them in, in a bar playing like that prog rock shit and stuff, and be like, man, that was that was a really cool band. Like they were pretty weird. But to go Where's pay like no. sixty bucks to see them at an amphitheater. I don't know. It just like t- it, it's, it's I, a totally different. I had a thing. note uh, in my listening. I wrote wrote this in my notes. Uh, this bar band sucks so bad. <laughs> I hope they get real jobs when they get out of college. And then the words "chalk dust torture?" Question mark. Okay, dad. I don't know what that means entirely, but apparently uh, there was a version of chalk dust torture that came up that really upset me at one point. I'm guessing it was a live version because I wrote bar band. Is but that the they, one that I sent you to listen? Is that the one no. I mentioned in the email? Okay. Mm, maybe. I maybe. Sent, I, I, I read the email while yeah. going through this shit, so that is like a yeah. thing. There's apparently only one jam that Trey ever goes back and listens to, and it's a Chalk Dust Torture jam from 99. And that's a song that's like pretty much that's all it ever is. But this one time, and the show sounds like Oxycontin to me. It just sounds like that, like, really loosey-goosey, just, I don't know. The 99 just sounds like opiates, but um, they jam this. They jam it really, it's actually kind of really cool. And that's the thing about their jamming, and I'm not going to be the whole Fish Defender guy on this episode, I swear. But um, the amount of improv that they do is kind of impressive, I think. It's not just, it's not always good, but, like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, no, no. oh, that whole thing was like made up. On the, I mean, that's sort of the exciting thing for people. And it doesn't mean that it's good. I just mean it's kind of like that's the thrill factor. Well, Coupled with, like, we talk about the joke songs, like Mexican Cousin. Those are bad. In the early days, the joke songs weren't even like, they were just like, let's just say goofy shit 
like David pretend Bowie. it's a song, so we can get to like the musicality part of it. And I sort of yeah, appreciate that. David like, Bowie is almost like the recognition of like there's you know what's the point of writing the song? It's all about the twenty minutes. David Bowie. Gonna, yeah, we're just trying to so, get to that twenty minutes or whatever, and then there's yeah, an yeah. outro. Yep. So, so like, there's, let's a, just there's say a point David where Bowie they start taking themselves seriously, and that's sort of like this is not what it's about, you know. But nothing I'm can a, stay the same. <laughs> I'm glad they brought in the writer to some degree, uh, but like just so you could see some of the worst lyrics ever written. That's the thing is it didn't like like it was more lyrical for sure, but it didn't make it any better. You know, <laughs> like I made it better to some degree in the way that they actually seemed like they wrote songs and weren't just. I don't, I don't even fuck it. Like like, Tweezer was before they brought in the the writer, right? Probably. I think man. him, him and Tom grew up together. They started writing songs in like middle school. So, I think but he I was think the early pr- stuff it is like pretty darn darn early. Yeah. I don't think um, he's like strictly writing all the 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 lyrics from like the the get go though. Until later, it, right? I think it is like uh, the more major label exclusive shit. Exclusive partnership. Yeah, like. After like, I don't know, Lombo. Like, there's different. That's right. other, there's other lyricists too. I think that are on some of the songs like Bathtub Gin. I think is cre- credited to someone else. Which Bathtub huh. Gin's a funny. You know, you listen to this like when you're 15 and 16, and you know what's cool about Fish is like, or for me it was like I hadn't heard like a lot of this music that they're parodying. Right. So it was really and it was and it kind of like was like the only thing that sounded kind of like Zappa. So I was like, well, that's kind of interesting, you know. Especially the early stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then um, and, and later you're like, well, God, that whole song is really just Rhapsody in Blue, or you know, just like oh, that's just really like repurposing this. And then once you listen to all the like source music, it's kind of hard to go back to like. You know, you know know what I really felt like uh, where I saw the the Zappa reference for sure. And the like, but to me, it's even more kind of like, yes, like you said, yes, but but, or 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 like a gentle giant type of thing, like a like a more a less harsh prog style. You know what I mean? With Almond Uh, Brothers in there, too. Right. But more than anything, what I it was like they. And and maybe it's just because this is like some of my sort of least respected era of dead is it sounded like they listened to Shakedown Street and Terrapin and then they just stayed there and they wanted to just make Shakedown Street mixed with Terrapin over and over and over again. And I like if you're going to compare them to the that. dead, there's a lot of parallels. But that, as far as like the career that I could point like when like that, that, that period where it's more like dancey stuff. Well, but also, it, also trying to be progressive, you know. Yeah, eventually it does I just become like a funk thing. Like the funk stuff just is really like not. I like so, funk music, but what they're you, just it's just like the hackiest jam stuff. To, to I don't know, like they I feel like that's what, like in like the really you, like boring years, like '99, they start really leaning on like a lot of just. Cause you know people me, are there to dance and take ecstasy, so just like. Funk, and then Mike's oh, yeah. playing the slap bass. And it's That's like, so Who bad. your fucking slap bass? You had told yeah. me that Billy breathes out of the studio because both of you told me fuck the studio stuff, which uh, I guess I agree. Although at the, at this point, I feel like I've heard so many versions of the same fucking song that I don't care <laughs> if it's studio or live. In fact, studio at least there's no mistakes, and they're like in time for the most part, which they have a problem with live. Uh, 
fucking the number of mistakes and like slappy off time shit for a fucking live band that is supposed to be so musically proficient is unheard of from any other band these guys get away with slop that fucking Jimi hendrix would be like whoa whoa are you sure you know what you're doing well they fucking, set themselves up to fail you know by like for sure having so but, much like composed material and then not playing anything the same songs night after night and not rehearsing so like how are you gonna play like some five right. minutes of composed stuff from memory no music although some in front of it's of although some of it's really really cool and like you're gonna make mistakes doing that type of shit you know that's not like well, i'm not trying to totally knock them for but that people but what that I, play what that I was kind saying, of music have music in front of them and they rehearse it and they play the same songs every night like it's kind of like you know the dead like they had a few little parts like that and stuff but and they dropped that part in Eyes of the World well, probably because it's like we don't play this enough to do it fucking, well. Like it was almost always done poorly. The the Dead couldn't do all the fucking technical shit that Fish could do though. Fish does have some stuff where it's like you you guys did sit there and fucking yeah, figure instead out of how going to get, and instead of being but, sent to music school by their parents, they were living right. interesting lives which allowed them to write actually good music that um, right you know they can just play actual songs and then just roll away but the what do. I was, what I was getting to is you said Billy Breathes is the one yeah. studio album that's like eh and you said maybe what was it about the ghost what's the name of that I album I think the story of the ghost yeah it has like a, it's, St- it has a so good story sound of- Story of the Ghost Sounds is good. the one that I preferred out of those two, actually. And I kind of felt like Hoist, I kind of liked a little bit better than Billy Breathes, but I, I just didn't Hoist like... Hoist was kind of a divisive album at the time, because it was kind of like alternative. It had like... I just yeah, felt like Billy Breathes is like, actually sounds like an album, and it just it, has like it its sounds own good. sound, and it just, like, especially the later stuff, like Steep and like uh, Prince Caspian, like that whole like second side of it. Like I'm not side, a big, yeah. and I don't like waste and character zero and shit like that. It's but the like, only album that has like a cohesive vibe. Like everything else was just yeah. like a collection of songs. For sure, there's like this less. whole middle. The ghost was like that too. Of, I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ghost and, kind and, of changes towards the end. It starts yeah. off with that real heavy funk stuff, and I really liked the beginning, and and where, where you didn't like the funk stuff, but I kind of liked it because well, it was actually that album, something that sounds good. I'm just saying, like right, endless okay. funk jams, like every jam just turns into boom. Yeah, live in '97. It's almost like there's. It's it almost becomes like a crutch, and yeah, exactly. I think they're like responding to bigger venues. They can't just. They're getting older. They want to have everybody have a good time, but like I don't know, riding that weird like machine gun guitar playing thing like every night. I just don't think they could maintain it. Um, and like your leader took a like, backseat, all fucked up on hard drugs. Yeah, and I've seen, everybody I've has seen, hard drug problems. I've seen yeah, shows too where like Trey like almost like for, forces the he forces the funk thing, and the band's like, all right, yeah. Like, they, you can tell they don't quite want to do it, but they're like, okay. <laughs> and but the, may, you know. Also, the whole um, Force, introduction of like every song that sums up their career started having yeah. like the. With the what? With the boomerang, he would take like a whammy pedal of the you, boomerang and get one note, like bend like a down, and then just loop it over, like ninety nine two thousand. That was like, I feel like they you, call it I, everybody was complaining about it. It was not well. It liked. was. Uh, in 97, it was like whale noises, like whale calls, like... Yeah. In it got out sh- of hand by 2000. It, it shows up in like, Oysterhead. It shows up yep. in everything. It was, he was in really 99, it almost sounded like a siren, though. It was super annoying and like... 
Yeah. It yeah. almost like for some for some of the more trance stuff, it kind of like provided this sort of like weird um, syncopated. It it was kind of on, when it was like turned down and kind of it a textural work. thing. It was okay. I mean, we have but like whole it, albums that sound like that, but <laughs> you know. it also doesn't have like a shitty drummer and slap bass in the background. The fucking slap bass dates shit so much, man. I think but Mike you know, is the weakest my... link in the band. That's oh, my opinion for by sure. Far, man. Holy crap! Thank God this band has a keyboard player. Otherwise, He's these songs the... would be nothing. Oh, me, nothing man. at all. I'll break down how I I think all this works with Fish is like. Um, you know, like Trey is like, he, he is like, like an artist on some level and has like some kind of like unique thing musically. And like, you he know, his play. songs have a distinct, he's a really good guitar player. He actually does, has like some interesting musical ideas sometimes in the jams. Like he is the reason yeah. like the band is like not a bar band for yes. sure. Well, then like have, Paige is yeah. like a guy who should be like a teacher at a music school and like playing in like a restaurant band or like whatever. He plays like, like it too. Or in like a Philharmonic. He's like he's like a ver- he's like the best player by a, m- a million miles. But like, but he's not the really... most interesting. Yeah, exactly. He's like a music school guy. So he's like, has, and I think over time he kind of does adapt. Um, I think like why ninety seven and ninety eight are kind of interesting is because he like kind of starts contributing musically more maybe but like he's like the kind of guy who like is more of like an academic musical guy but he kind of you know he can like dress everything up kind of like brent did for the dead except brent like had really interesting ideas and was awesome but um (laughs) in my opinion and then like mike is just awful and a slap like a very dated style of like 1980s bass and like just it's like annoying on every level when you say slap when you say slap, people think like flea, and oh, it's not. It's like cool. it's like, like it's like almost like Paul Simon, yeah, like, like Graceland style like, shit. At, like the supermarket with your mom as a kid, like 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 jazz slap from nineteen ninety one or whatever. What's that? Muzak. 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 And then you know yeah. Fishman. He's, and he plays he's, with a pick. Yeah, he plays with a pick, which I fucking... I mean, not that I... Oh, I that, some of my favorite players play with a pick, but the, for the kind of music still, he plays, that's so fucking weak. Oh, so that's lame. how you get that plucky fucking... Type and of now, 80s fucking bullshit sound. In the day, Mike was like... Tradi- in my day, Mike was traditionally like always low <laughs> in the mix, and you could hardly hear him at shows. And like there was like this whole like subculture of people that would like sit in this one section always because you could hear like where the bait in front of him we could hear his amps and like they would hold up signs like make mike louder turn mike up like this was a whole thing <laughs> he's not playing anything like was just known that like he yeah it would just not be good and i feel like um, <laughs> he's pretty loud now on those videos they're putting up like of their old shows same with like bob like you notice these in the dead shows He's like way up in the mix, and like there's no way at the show it sounded like that or on any tape you've ever heard. Like Bob's going in there and be like, "Hey, fix me on the mix." And then I bet you the same thing. Yeah. They are turning Mike up now because he's the confident guy with the fashion sense, and clearly something happened. And so he's like, "Hey, I want to be up in the mix now," and that's probably why they're he's so the bad now. One. Yeah, he's the artist. Yeah. And then Fishman is like, um, yeah, I mean, the Mike's like the guy who like went to art school and like thinks is everything he does is interesting but it's not at all and like everything he does is I think so round room was his idea. he just sucks yeah. on every level and you know it has obviously is very questionable based on a certain incident from 2003 that we may or may not talk about uh but that, that aside just a bad musician and then um 
what's his name? Fishman, you know, he's cool. I mean, he seems like just like he's good. a nice okay. guy that's fun he's to hang fine. out with. And he's a fine, he's, he's, a, he's fine. What's up? What's up? What's up with the uh, Simpsons thing? kind of a gentle thing. touch. If they had, I wish they, sometimes I wish they had like a harder drummer. I have to be honest, but. Yeah. And he's, him and, him and Trey, <laughs> that's the core of the band. Like they were just best friends, you know, in college. And that's like the core of like. Any of the that makes sense. Of, he, of and the he's part of their, stuff. a big part of their sound, and I don't know. He's but, thinking a good way, but you know, he's he's fine. He seems like a nice. He's guy. an okay drummer. He could, yeah, um, you know, like a, he could sit in with three eleven. Is what I think. He's like I think he's that good good of a drummer. I don't think he's driving enough, but maybe mm. I'll, I'll go back and listen to Chalk Yeah, torture. he doesn't That's hit hard enough. He's not, out. His bass drum has this like really feathery like sound. Like I don't know if it's just the way that he might hits be on it. purpose too. Though. I think it is, and and sometimes it sounds awesome. Like it is like a really like just like the actual tone of it. Like they get a really interesting bass drum sound. But sometimes it's like, man, this song needs like a little bit of bass drum, not just slap bass and. It's so hard to find a gentle drummer and a drummer that has the dynamic to actually Dynamics chill the fuck are out. Important. Yeah, but like if you can't fucking bring it heavy, then like what's the f- like? Oh, and fuck off with your dynamic. Like fucking go back to being twelve and hit those fucking drums like you hate them for a second, will you? Please, just yeah, like goddamn. I, mean, I haven't listened to a, a lot of fish in a long time, but I'm sure Lucky. there's some stuff where he's out there playing. <laughs> but I just feel like I don't know. It's just his touch is just a little. A little light sometimes. I never. Not I didn't always find a bad thing. Like so much of it was just like base level to me. Like they would get to their fucking groove, and then they would stick with it. And it's not like like you know some of sometimes there was cool guitar solos and shit. But for the most part, like you know they're doing little fills, but not anything where you're where you're actually stopping and going, holy fucking shit! Did you hear what that drummer just fucking did? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I heard what he did. He played for eleven minutes straight and kept the beat. For the most that part, is, that is mostly. If I, anytime I'm like, ah, I'll go back and see what fish sounds like now. It usually, if I don't, you know, nail the right, it's usually like that. Now we I, did find that show on YouTube from Madison Square Garden in 1997, and that I think it was the second set, and that actually was like the first time in probably the last 15 years or whatever that I heard fish and was like, okay, I guess this is like what I used to like about fish because it was I just enjoyed. Like, like, I enjoyed like some 96, 97, 90, 98. I think even some 99 live shows I kind of liked what I listened to. I didn't listen to a shit ton. I couldn't listen much further no, after the turn of the century. Really I think that uh, show, the first night of that 2000 shows seemed pretty good at the it time. It was great. I think that's the best fish show I've ever seen. Well, that sure was, and then they broke, and then they broke, and then, or at least on Spotify, I did put it on my Spotify. By the way, I know I they said it wasn't going to. Two thousand three, three, right? So, and that's I when think. it's. Or no, two thousand New Year's Eve to two thousand. The show of of two thousand three I listened to wasn't terrible necessarily for fish standards. If you I can, saw them you know, in the winter of two thousand three, aside from the songs, uh, in Ohio, when they came back. Well, at first I yeah. saw them. I took my dad. I took my dad to see him at the Allstate, and it was just so boring. And even I was like, man, I, and I was so excited to see them again. It was just such a bore. Yeah. And my dad was like, what the fuck is this shit, man? I want to hear the, the Jimi Hendrix, you know, stuff. This is what are they, yeah. what are they doing? This is just like, wow. And they were just like doing this ambient shit. There was like maybe one or two songs where they really got into oh, it. But it was it was not a good show. And then the was it, next was it ambient shit? Was it yeah, ambient shit or was it was it like it that now, like like actually. more like like strummy guitar? 
just like kind of playing a lot, just kind of like making groovy grooving yeah okay all it right it just was not i mean maybe now i'd be into it you know if i was oh like, you're, you're saying 2003 Mexico, yeah when they came back so that's we want to hear i'm like you know i'm like hoping they'll play some stuff he likes and then uh the next night we went to cincinnati i think it was my birthday it was the night before i don't know we saw two shows in cincinnati and the first night was one of the best shows i've seen of them it was like really yeah. i was like that's the show i should have taken them to because they were just rocking out just totally and then the next time was pretty good actually listened to that this summer and they sound pretty fucked up actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. it's probably cool when you're shrooms and the uh, line to get in bought shrooms from a guy so that might have been a factor (laughs) over and over again when when, because you guys said hey the live stuff is what you want to is where you need to listen to and as i'm listening to it i'm like yeah it's that fucking song i just fucking heard again you know yeah the whole time i'm sitting there thinking like man i bet this was a million times better live though because i've seen some jam bands live and and i'm not a jam band guy but i i do um you know you get a few beers in me and fucking whatever else and i might start dancing like a like an idiot so yeah uh for me it's all it's all about and you know i used to like the songs when i was like 18 or whatever but you know i'll still put on a mix when i'm like out in the yard like doing my work all day of like just really long songs and i'll just fast forward through the first part and like and just kind of space out for 40 minutes 40 minutes and see where it goes it's kind of fun that's where i'm at with like when i throw them on and then if i want to hear like the songs and stuff like 89 I like that sound where it's like just Paige has a Rhodes, I think that's it. It's a real simple sound. Band's real clean and they're playing really well and it's like weird and they're playing it like 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 uh like picnic area parks and stuff. It's, it's, oh, and it's, it's more like proggy. Really, it's proggy and it's like not a it's not Curtain a thing yet, you know what I mean? Um and they're like I said, they don't really start playing like trying to jam until like '93, which is kind of funny because that sort of gets buried in the legacy and the, the history of like now when they talk, they're so serious about what improv means and stuff. Like they didn't do that for the first decade of your career. It's kind of wild. Well, here's um, the other thing that about that that fucks with me is that like. Hey, I feel like part of the reason people started saying that they were a jam band is just because they had long fucking songs, like a prog band. Probably. Probably, and yeah. and they're like, oh man, it went on for so long. But the other thing is that like, they're they write it so that they can do. The, you know, it's like a really easy section that just loops over and over again. That they just like determine that they can extend. You know, it's not like it's it's like rocket science or anything Sometimes. like any any competent musician should or would be able to do this live you know what i mean if you if you could play your fucking instrument you should be able to improv a little bit and you should do it a little bit in a live show they take uh, some pretty wild left turns though sometimes like i mean there's a big difference when they play like a song for 10 minutes and 50 minutes like there's some and i'm not saying like 50 sure, is good oh yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of they fell on their face <laughs> some, a few times like well that didn't work but we gave it a shot and the crowd's kind of forgiving just but, uh, blending into pretty, noise you know, and, there's, yeah yeah and, it, and I tried to when I like wrote that email like to characterize like here's the album that came out but here's how like how people think of this year kind of because that's how yeah, I kind yeah. of think about it like if I'm gonna throw this band on kind of like with the dead like what, what kind of each year means something different for like the people that are tuned into it and like 2003 and four it's some like there's some heavy drugs going on a lot of like the improv is like 
pretty dark and angry if you like listen to a few shows it's not happy music it's they're pretty <laughs> fucked up the band the music sounds fucked up and like when they get past like fucking up songs that they can't really play very well it sounds there's some pretty fucked up like discord and stuff that's actually in retrospect kind of cool i think now it's happy times like it's sobriety they sort of like cut <laughs> off like the bad the bad part of the scene i think they sort of overcorrected with like writing super happy songs and maybe that's well, just where he is anyway but like but like there's not even i went i took ray to a wrigley field to see them which was really kind of cool because it's like lights and it's all just about what it looks like and you're not really listening but it's still bizarre enough like we're at wrigley field right now listening to fluffhead <laughs> this is fuck tons this of is people smoking up. weed at wrigley field yeah but he doesn't trey doesn't solo anymore and it's all about creating these like ambient textures and he's like he literally is just strumming the guitar now there's not yeah, a lot of that stuff going on and i just want to hear it's Steve completely gone shit man that's all i like listen oh, wait, for yeah, just i know and he's Trey really go it's off not, on guitar and just play wait, some there's like not any ego shit, to it anymore it's all, yeah that's I, all i want man i I'm got to pumping this, iron man I, I got to the most recent fish stuff today like a couple hours before we and i i i, I had to stop i i skipped tracks on on a couple live things and on on the most recent two studio albums is where I really noticed it, where uh, my note was something along the lines of like, okay, so now we're just playing fucking Counting Crows and fucking like generic alt country type of fucking nice songs that you could play for your mom and dad and any situation. Yeah. And it's like some finger picking and strumming, but n uh, and and like all of the fucking weird, overly theatrical, progressive shit's gone. Fucking, you're definitely not talking about how the lizards are dead and how fucking Wilson has taken over the fucking game hedge. Like, I, although there, I I want to say That's there was a song. The song on fuego 2014 i think was fuego where they talk yeah. about wilson and uh some some fucking game henge shit that's just so goddamn oh. goofy oh, it's Ty, just you sent me that i think somebody yeah did. i know that what you're talking really oof, woof, woof, it was woof. like they they talk about the fish TV show or something. I don't know. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm no. Not, the, I don't with, know. With, uh, I wrote that lyric down. Hold on, I gotta find it. Uh, it's the Kinda fish like TV show, with, you know, with Abe with Vigoda. Abe Vigoda. <laughs> that song's called Wombat. Yeah. Wombat's in it, and they, yeah, Wombat, and they had something. To, I like. Yeah, I don't even know what to think about that shit. The um, the immediate it, note after that, in all caps, is Game Henge makes me want to kill. I was having a real good time with this band. Real good time with it. Well, uh. I will say, the thing I can defend about Fish that was really positive for me um, is like being, I don't know, 19, whatever, 18, 19, and you can go to the show and you get there really early and you just hang out in the parking lot and you can get beer with no no one questions. It's, you know, it was um, Bass Ale in Sierra Nevada were two for five or three dollars a piece and then the sammy smiths are five bucks you know you can oh, get pretty much everything's oh, five yeah. bucks you get a burrito and that was carried on from drugs. the dead scene yeah I, like just as like a, a a young kid that was like so much fun to go do that stuff for those blessed. few years that i was into that and uh deer like creek going and to stuff the, yeah like alpine valley went to a, a few times and 
Deer Creek mm-hmm. and going to see like the Trey yeah. Band in 2001, 2002. Those were way better than any fish so show. Good. Saw. Like, those, I would, I would still go to that probably and think because it was just like all like jazz stuff. Like it was all these well, horn players. Trey's like, the best there was musician there. Rhythm section. A, yeah, there's him, and then dude, everybody the, in the band's better than him in this band. The band was so right. fucking good. Those shows and were great. Then, they play like five or six songs a set, but it's not like just like grooving and jamming. It's like you know passing the baton around and kind of doing some group improv. And too, he's directing. Just, like John yeah. Medusky played with them one of the shows I saw. You mean they weren't Valley. just sticking to the same fucking looped fucking riff to to, to solo on top of? That was not what was happening. No, they were like playing over chords <laughs> and shit. But it was also yeah, just like so. Trey rocking, rocking horn out section. a guitar, like not holding cool. back at all. Too like when it was his turn, he was just going crazy. Right, I, you know, clearly on drugs. Like there was an incident where this girl right by us actually uh, flashed uh, him at the end, I think at the end of the set, and he like, he like you could clearly see that he noticed, and he was like, oh, we want to, and he mentioned it, and this girl's like right by us. Like I see this happen because we're like right up front, and Trey's like, we want to thank our friend in the front row for the inspiration. Like it was really <laughs> like, oh man, that's you know, uh, and dork. then like I shit you not like. I don't know. A couple minutes later, <laughs> some like again. guy with like an official shirt comes to this girl and escorts her backstage. Her uh, whoever she's with, and they totally well, how, got backstage. How old do you flight. think she was? <laughs> I don't remember. I have like, no memory of that. Like I nine? Like. Dude, was there a boathouse <laughs> nearby? Uh, oh was boy! She, no, this was, was her dad this was before in, that. in the Hell's this Angels. Was before that happened. This was before so that. she was like seven. This was at the UIC. This was Trey, not Mike. And this was at oh, yeah. the I heard UIC. A, I heard uh, a pretty uh, I, arena or whatever I, it is. <laughs> I'm sure that was common. The day after like, I graduated high school, I think. That was just that's just the life, man. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I heard a story from a pal who had a friend oh, no. who hooked up with, with Mike. Oh no. And now how old was the friend? That is relevant. And also what year was, was this? Because was it mutilated by the Hells Angels or not? <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe it was all above board. Like it, it was. Okay. It wasn't a minor thing, cool. but cool. they were. Um, Good. They like he knew somebody who was like working at a construction site, so they went there to the construction site. Yo, so again, bang. weird remote place to bang. They, Yo, dude, to bang. that's a pattern. That's a fucking. And pattern. then Absolutely. afterwards, she's. <laughs> Afterwards, she said that uh, when they were like getting their clothes back on, he was just complaining about how Trey doesn't go to his shows, <laughs> his solo <laughs> shows. <laughs> Wait, do you know why they went to a? Was there like not another place? Was he married or something? He was married. At I one wish point. I had have an apartment. He's I got mean, a daughter he, he too. Seems like he makes good money. My friend and... who told me just said like he just kind of was like I know. He know he knew a guy that was like working at a construction site, so he could probably go there, or something. So I don't I know don't, that part of the story. Dude, that it's is like, so fucking. It's like weird. my my first thought of when it's like, Just go to Yo, a hotel we gonna, or are something. We gonna bang? Is where are we gonna okay. bang? Is there a bed? Again. Is there a couch? Is there a countertop? Yeah, there's a construction site. A fucking cement mixer. Sawdust. And then you hear that, and the guy is arrested. For being in a boathouse with a nine-year-old, and the parents don't know where she is, and he's taking art photos. And what do art photos mean 90% of the time? I mean, that was like the thing when I was a kid. 
they show you the video and it was like the neighbor comes over and he's like we're gonna take I, I, i'm a photographer we'll take some beauty shots why don't we take some without your bathing suit on and they're like this is when you should go call a parent well if you're comfortable I, with it yeah i went to art school i to went you. to art school <laughs> yeah and, and and the people that worried me in art school were the fucking photographers that that the third floor where the photography kids were yeah you know some of them were cool but like i didn't really want to follow them anywhere never go to a second place with a photographer Fucking what? Let's just say there was nothing creepy involved in that situation. Why? Why do you yeah. want to take pictures of this little girl in a boathouse anyway? That's, what the? What are you gonna do with these pictures? It's none of it makes I sense know, except if like, it is creepy. Like how far we'll away say, is the boathouse? Was it just like, hey, let's move over here by the pier where we can get you in the shot with the fucking water? Or was it like, uh, let's go over to this boathouse. My friend's doing construction on it. it. Nobody it will be there. A, it, well, it said a cons- it, the, a Rolling Stone article because I looked at it today said a secluded boathouse, and like it's, this is at a dead show, right? They were right? at a what, show, the band right? Was so how the close? Dead at the time. How close can the boathouse be? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so there's venues it's on the water, but adjacent to the venue. Yeah, maybe, but it's not backstage where everybody. No, so, not usually. All right, I, I, I clearly like. Sounds like okay. Maybe it was innocent. Um, Okay, whatever. But like you said, like it's like the Michael Jackson thing. Like, well, okay. Even if you just were like sleeping in a bed with little boys, it's it's still not fucking cool, man. (laughs) It doesn't make. I went on some. I went on some fish forums. And uh, to see what what the opinion was of of that incident, Uh, and and they said, well. You know, it was at a dead show, and uh, it was the Hell's Angels, and, like, nobody got any charges pressed against them. The charges were all dropped and everything, which I also heard maybe he paid somebody. Uh, that's what some people were saying. It's bad for business. Right. Uh but then they were like, so why would the dead be cool with, like, touring with fucking Fish and fucking playing with Trey and Mike and all this shit? Why would any of them be cool with it still? Like, they're still cool with it. Obviously, nothing happened. It was just a misunderstanding. No charges were Could pressed. Be. But then then the Rolling Stone article says that they, they did uh, unpleasant things to the softer spots of his body. Was that how they put it? Uh, no, yeah, I think they fucked his dick up, and I think I they mean, fucked I think his this dick Probably up. all happened, you know, immediately in the aftermath and the heat at the moment, you know. Dude, the I don't where, that. where the fuck's my daughter? Where's your bass his player? I'm gonna areas, fuck your bass player's dick up. Um, but the construction site thing, coupled with that, is pretty weird. And like again, like let's just say, like you have some reason to be taking like artistic shots of the nine-year-old. Like the first thing you do. To do that is, uh, you know, to ask her mom if it's okay, and then she comes with you, you know, <laughs> to do to take the photo. Yeah. She's like <laughs> yeah. standing next to you. That's how that works, right. you know. So yeah, that like bothers a, uh, me. Um, but here's what I that was, think is really kind of yeah. funny, and I should go on the way back machine and see if I can find this because it's been deleted from their website, as far as I can tell. But at the time when this happened. The way that Fish's, Fish.net's press release article or whatever that was explaining this was titled Mike's Misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. <And> just like, <laughs> like it's, like, it's like a fish title. Like, it's just like literal, like, cute alliteration. Like, Mike's Misunderstanding. Like, hey, like, because it's just Mike's little misunderstanding that you misunderstood. You're not supposed to take a nine-year-old away from her parents in, in Twisted Clued. Imagine like, the first uh, band practice, like, after that. Like, yeah. When, when that happened, I... 
I think they were all broke. They were kind of broken up, but like Trey got arrested. No, this this was 2003. So this was like a month after the last time I saw them. This was in August of 2003. So I think they were probably either just finished summer tour or in the middle of it. When did Trey get arrested? I think that was like later. What Trey, like what Trey get arrested for? Drugs? Or six. He got busted from heroin. Oh, heroin, I thought it was Molly. Oxy. My, I think it was yeah, ecstasy and heroin, and that heroin. Was I guess in my mind that's all like all the same time, and I'm like, oh, fish is fucked, man. Like, well, it fuck. wasn't. It was probably a few years later, and then like Trey, uh, you know, like became this like drug court advocate, which I, you know, I remember my friend getting busted, and his lawyer was like, hey, man, like we just got to keep you out of drug court, like they're gonna fuck you if you go to drug court, <laughs> like that's all I know about drug court. But I, I guarantee you, whatever it is, it can't be a good thing. And like, so I mean, if you're a celebrity, like, it's probably. That. Oh, that was probably the terms of his like getting, you know, no real like consequences yeah. for drug possession, like anyone else would. Be like, well, you're a celebrity, so just stump for drug court. Uh, but I, I saw him talking <laughs> about it recently. Um, do they, do yeah, they write any songs about drug court? Going to drug court, probably, drug man. Yeah. He's like a sober guy now, which I mean, good for him as like a person, but as an artist, it doesn't seem to be serving him well. Though, uh, it's I don't know, like they don't let anybody backstage. There's like no beer involved, and like somebody was hanging out with Mike Gordon out like Yo. at a different show, and he was having a having a beer, and then they went to it in an abandoned parking lot. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, they're, like, they're like, hey, Mike, having a beer. They're like, Mike, you having a beer? He's like, yeah, it's nice to be at a show where you can actually have a beer or something. He's like ripping on fish. Like, I can't even drink a beer at a fish show anymore. Oh, man. Take so pictures Mike, of little girls if I want to. Mike Gordon walks in. Then my, my Gordon, to a Mike Gordon walks Back up in and the says, day, you can do you anything. Anything went. Know, know where anybody could get a fucking nine-year-old girl. I mean, a beer at this show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, so... I think Fish was doing one of their Vegas shows in 04, which are also notorious for being really bad and sort of the beginning of the end. Because Rolling Stone wrote a review of those shows saying, like, Fish probably needs to stop. They're not very good anymore or something like that. But um, Umphrey's It's like that Elliot Smith show. Like, Elliot Smith is going to be dead the next year. It was kind of like that. They were like, they need to figure this shit out. Like, Trey doesn't look so good. Um, But Umphrey's was playing at a casino... I mean, I'm fucking the dates up, but like it's after the Mike Gordon nine-year-old thing, and um, I'm sorry, I hear the word umphrys, yeah. I die for a well, second. Well, what Go they ahead. did was they did after the Mike Gordon thing. It's probably not when Fish was actually playing, but they did like a pedophile ballad. What of like they did like Michael Jackson into like a Mike Gordon song like. <laughs> It was like they, and there was a couple other ones in there that was just like, you know, like a musical joke about pedophiles getting busted or whatever. And Fish's management contacted Humphreys and made them apologize for playing like half a second of this song. And you can't find that show or any mention of it anymore. I just remember them like having to apologize for even like making it. Like we made you. I was gonna say who you were. (laughs) Yeah. That that should have been like a yeah. Streisand effect yeah. type of thing, you know, like don't because like that. That's like if you blink, you're going to miss it. You know, they played a, a, a quick reference to Michael Jackson, which a jam band kids that go to fucking these like these parties. They love Michael Jackson. They love dance music. They want to hear a fucking they just 40 second a quick cover bump, of Michael bump, Jackson bump, because bump, they recognize bump, it. Bump, 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 bump. That would be so that's what hilarious. They did. So can you imagine like 
being like that's what at they the did. Show on Molly they played with Mike, your Mike's song and ended the show, and they just played that right. riff. Like I would fall the fucking like, floor. And that's that's like what they did. Horrible. To and the whole audience was like, "Oh, <laughs> I would right. fucking die if I was in the yeah. moment." That's a pretty good show. joke. But like, had they not said anything? Could it? They it could have just washed right exactly. over. Exactly. Nobody, you wouldn't be telling me. I, you know, I mean, maybe to come it, together. But uh, I got <laughs> they did kind of, it. I could. So here's here's the other thing. I could have sworn in like 2016 or 15 or something that he he was busted again, taking pictures at a park of young kids, and I cannot find a thing about it. And you know, I really I'm Mike Gordon's like in the it, news it happens again. Where I just make up facts or I get things camera. mixed up. I could have sworn I could have, but everything everything I look up is like, yo, he was trying to take that fucking Hell's Angels kid Dude, to the I fucking mean, boathouse. So like, either that just like overshadowed it, or uh, so you know, I'm making it up, house? or it's like, been okay, that expunged. That could be like a case of, very likely could be a case of like, just like typical like, you know, the news just like making it sound as bad, using words to make it sound as bad as possible, and it really was just like. Until it this happens little, again. Like, shed right behind where everybody was like having cocktails, you know, ten feet away. There's venues so that are it's right hard on the to water. Say, there are literally venues that are on the water. Media, but you ever no, been to Peoria? Never. I've been, you ever been to Peoria, Illinois? No, I wouldn't suggest far. it. Uh, there's not much there, but there there is a there's a venue. Uh, it's like we're like a shitty uh, sports bar that has like an outdoor venue, and it's literally right on the river. And there's a boathouse, like right behind the fucking restaurant thing, the venue, you know, the big building. Like there's a boathouse right behind it, or maybe it's right in front of it. It's been a long time since I've been there. Maybe it's across the river, something like that. Be fucked up if it was across the river. Hey, just get on this boat and Let's go across the river with me, the, kid. Um, but yeah, that boathouse could talk. Then we'll listen to that show too. We and can then, do that. Uh, we'll try to find the boathouse on Google Images. We'll start a Reddit site for it. My, you know, truth. Mike's uh, wrong. Truth. Mike Gordon. Mike's misunderstanding. Reddit slash. You know, we gotta. There is that at least for the most part, uh, with like fish and the dead. Uh, you don't get a lot of other fan bases that are into like the cassette culture beforehand. I got some old, and so it's all documented, so we can figure out where this shit's oh, at. Yeah. You know, like their fans are hardcore record keeping motherfuckers. Oh yeah, I can. I could probably, if I were confident my computer wouldn't crash, I would look it up right now. You could just zero it into that article, just um, like it's around that time period. I'm gonna find the boathouse. Exactly. No, it says when the day he was arrested, it was at the uh, show. Mike Gordon. So where did fucking the fucking kids? The band was called the Dead. So that was like the first incarnation of. It's not really Dad and Company because I have Phil Lash, but a lot the of the same ones. people, probably the same keyboard player that's in Dead and Company. It was I the bet. other ones, I think. No, it was called the Dead at that time. The other ones was earlier. Oh shit! I yeah, two thousand three, four. I should because we saw yeah, them at they played at that year, two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, I saw them a few times. Yeah, I saw them play Shine guitar. on Crazy Diamond with Did Waylon they? Jennings. Or Waylon, not Waylon Jennings. Um, what? Warren Haynes. Waylon Jennings. Warren Hayes. <laughs> Wait, didn't he come out and play what? that with Les Claypool? I saw the Dead play Shine on Crazy Diamond at Bonnaroo. Pretty sure. I saw because I, I I thought Les Claypool played that, and he was like, because Government Mule's playing. In fact, in the DVD, there's like a video of him leaving the Government Mule set and walking to play with Les, and like he's like, I had You're, this dream. 
and in it warren haynes was standing next to me playing the most amazing guitar solo and he walks out and starts playing <laughs> maybe it was a different song well, i thought shit. it was pink floyd i thought it's, so man it's we'll quite have to look possible into that it. you're correct and i just I mean, I'm literally remembering something that happened when I was on drugs like 28 years ago. Yeah, man. Well, I say I know so Phil. I was. I just remember thinking like Phil Lesh is playing, is singing "Shine" on this. It was really weird. It seems I could hear that too. So yeah. But didn't Warren Haynes, Haynes, hey, what is his name? Haynes, I think. Yeah. H-A-Y-N. He did he play with them. I don't know if he was that year or not. But yeah, it was but he him, was, and then it was him and Jimmy Herring at one point. They had right. both of them, and we were on guitar. Yeah. That was a bit I much. Saw, it was too many people trying to play uh, the lead, I think. But um, It was weird, because it was like those two guys, and uh, the guy who's in Dead Company on bass now, too, were like in the Allman Brothers for a while. Right. I saw those guys at the Allman Brothers when I was like Speaking 16. of like festivals like Bonnaroo and stuff, there's that whole other thing of fish. Well, Crowder's looking up the molestation charges of Mike Gordon. Um, they sort of like made the blueprint for anything going on right now. Like all festivals going on. Like Bonnaroo, Coachella and stuff. Like Fish One pioneered. place, it's a few days. Yeah, but they pioneered like that sort of immersive experience thing of like... Oh, you mean the you're Fish not uh, festivals. Festivals, yeah. Which the they first one seemed like they probably were pretty cool. And yeah, the last they one seemed like they must have been the worst thing ever. Like it seems like such a bummer of a time. <laughs> that it video is some like of the funniest or... fucking shit I've ever seen. Like yeah. Paige crying and then like talking about it. Like I've watched that so many times. Him crying. Like wait, what? Paige so is crying at Coventry. They're gonna break up again it. for five more fucking minutes. What a fucking. Baby. What the fuck? Are you kidding? Oh, Paige, Paige cries, cries in a version of Velvet Sea in the It. DVD. No, at Coventry. No, Coventry. Okay, I can't remember which ones are which. One of the ones that sucked. They're still doing. They're still doing festivals. So there, there's about. Um, the attendance has gone down about, like thirty percent though. I guess from the like nineties and stuff. But, I guess I was just saying like they they sort of developed that blueprint for like, a lot of the festivals going on that aren't yeah. even like jam band, related. Like Bonnaroo started out as a jam band thing. Now fucking Radiohead's playing there and stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, that's all even I the say first couple that. years they did have some, like the second year had like Sonic Youth and like, but even they were like kind of that. That they was had, like, so awesome. The Roots play and stuff like that. So they, I think they did branch yeah. it out a bit, but it was very jam heavy. The first year, first was, year, like, yeah, widespread panic just played for two nights. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't even think we really went to that. We just watched that from like our campsite. And Steve Winwood sat in. That was kind of cool. Steve Winwood came out and played. Crazy Some Horse shit. played the second year, right? That was Young fucking Crazy. awesome, man. Because he just played it was all a great the old show. stuff. Just all like I've even looked listened to that again and it was as good as I remember like that shit. I got rocked. a bootleg of that show and I they remember fucking, thinking like wow this this is like a real jam band. <laughs> they came out and played for twenty minutes before he said a word or sang a note. They just like jammed yeah. on the it was love to burn and then like he's like twenty minutes of just like playing this nasty guitar and shit and then he's like that's sings just, the first verse <laughs> like damn that's cool. He played forever. So they cool. did like two or three yeah. encores. I mean, that was like the best show of any of the ones at Bonnaroo. I, I just laid in the grass, like way back in the fence, like by the fence, and just 
Nice. Oh, that was a good one. That I was, was a good just, show. We for were sure. right up in there. We got there. Like, I early. wish I would have gotten up close. That was like before I was super into Neil, but I'm glad I caught that show. Yeah, I saw them a couple times, but the other time, you know, like the whole first set was the Greendale stuff, which I thought was pretty cool at the time. But um, it was cool to just never see got them into do like that. all the old fucking crazy horse shit. Yeah, you know, that, they're so good. Every time I've seen him, I'm like, well, that was the best time I saw him. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and electric and acoustic are so different, such different experiences. Yeah. The acoustic show is you, my favorite, probably, but that Bonnaroo oh. was so fun, man. That was so cool. You, yeah, that was a good one. I've seen him do a couple, like, split sets of, like, acoustic solo, then second with Crazy Horse, and that's, cool. that's like, the best way to dig it, you know? I saw him play the on that Lenoise tour, too, where he's, like, playing even, like, the old classics, but just caked in feedback and stuff, and that was pretty cool, too. Were people into it? I don't think so. Man. People were kind of. I remember the lady next to lady next to me like called out a song he had just played, and I was so pissed. I was like, he just fucking played that song. Adam, idiot. When he did the Greendale thing, like he had. I mean, it was like the full thing with like all the actors and stuff, and it's like very clearly yeah. like an like organized presentation that you're like, and like if you you know they give you a fucking program, like it's like very clear that what they're doing something and people in between are like play sugar mountain play <laughs> at one point he goes he goes hey fuck you <laughs> and like just like <laughs> goes on like it was just awesome like the whole crowd cheered you know except for like the person yeah. he probably was even like a rat on but yeah, uh all the stuff you want to hear you know and that was pretty cool but it wasn't as good as Bonnaroo for sure. Yeah, that was, that's funny because he's so to, old now. This was like twenty years ago at this point, or almost eighteen. He years probably ago. hadn't played a crowd like that since like early nineties. Yeah, maybe. I mean, think about and it. Then, like a huge fucking festival. Five years ago, or whenever I saw him do that solo show, I read in the paper that he in Dallas he didn't do an encore because people were like calling shit out and like i don't know if everybody just read it or it was like the right crowd but like the entire show you could hear like a pin drop i mean there wasn't one phone that went off like no one talked no one like it just it was like the one rare show where like no one fucked it up and like i feel like he delivered because like yeah i feel like he's someone who's sensitive to you know yeah. the audience fucking it up or like not oh for sure he's got lots of rules too like you can't come in after the set starts at theaters and no phones and shit and i personally like that you know there's nothing like going to a show now and just seeing all these fucking lights from phones and people yeah. recording things I'm, yeah, I'm looking I'm, at a show where someone it. front of his fucking phone can really bum me out i mean i feel like you want to take a picture at the beginning or like you get your picture and Let that's me. one thing but like having your fucking phone on like you know what i mean the people that just record like we're gonna watch Can this I, let me tell you something uh i'm a grown-ass man sort of but i'm a man child right and uh i still go to shows and i still get into the pit and like let's just say for instance when i saw death grips and you little fucking kids had your phone out while you were in the pit and trying to pretend like you were in a mosh pit with your phone up above your head i'm knocking you down <laughs> I'm sorry, but not really. You are in my way. Yeah. You are not participating. You're fucking things up. 
put your phone away or someone's going to break it. Fuck you. And, and also Go people are like watching the show in through their phone that's happening right in front of them. Like People are standing behind you. you. It's, Go to the back. Yeah, just like David Lynch or something. Like, why be up there fucking? Like, I just want to. I'm sitting there and I look over and someone's looking at Facebook and it's just like I don't know. I feel like. Were you at that Bad Seed show? Yeah, when he threw the guy's phone in the beer. (laughs) Yeah, he like walked out into the crowd and like he's walking over the crowd like on people's hands. So we tried to take a picture. He, he like, grabbed his phone, but he like put his phone up, like, "Hey, hey, look, my phone," you know. But like, had in his like recording him, you know. And Nick Cave just grabbed the phone, and you could tell the guy was like, "Yeah." And then somebody else had a beer, and they were like trying to hand it to Nick Cave, who's not gonna grab the beer at this point. Like, come on, man, Nick Cave's not taking your fucking beer. And he looks over at the beer, and then just. Drops the phone into the other person's beer, and then gets awesome. back on stage and continues like nothing fucking happened. Massive the applause! Most, oh yeah, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen live. That was a good show. That was cool. The, <laughs> I love was Nick Cave. When was that? Uh, theater in Detroit. Um, God, what year was that? 2014 or something? It was Probably. before Skeleton Key. What's that album? I need, I need to take the dive. I've never. Fuck me. Listened. It wasn't. Oh, man. No, it you wasn't. Just a lot of good stuff. You guys it should do an episode. Been... I'll just listen to that. Check out I could like talk... a Firstborn is dead. I could talk Nick Cave for a very long time. A very, very, very long time. There's a, there's a documentary I've been meaning to watch of him. That is it the came up the in my feed the other day? Twenty thousand days. Like the... Yep. Yeah. Is it's it like called therapy 20? or something? Oh, yeah. the new one? Yeah, yeah but if you want to see some real shit, God. go back and watch this, like, 30-minute one when he's, like, still on drugs and shit in Europe and, like, or is it in Australia? And I think it's in Germany. It's, I like, think it's when he's touring Europe. find it on YouTube. That shit's the Has real stuff. Has he ever done stuff, anything man. with Jim Jarmusch? Probably. He <laughs> seems like it, they guess. have, like, some shit together. <laughs> Probably. I, I feel like maybe he was on a, a soundtrack, but I don't know of anything that... That he's uh, direct, directly. Well, he's a he's on he's a guy that I'm like it's it's uh, stupid that I haven't I don't know yet. <laughs> he's kind of hard I'm to ashamed, get into. Don't look at me. He's he's one yeah. of those that when you first start listening to Nick Cave, you can be like, okay, a this is some like sounds like any old folk song or you know like i've heard a song that kind of even though there's a lot of stuff that doesn't sound like other stuff uh but also he's one of those singers that that the voice is so distinct that it's um it can sound bad <laughs> you know you know what i mean yeah, like I think it, you should check out the birthday party too because it kind of makes more helps. sense if you know he was in the birthday party like the Absolute. transition from that through the bad seeds it makes it's all cool. Band. Even like there's like stuff in the '90s and 2000s that's like really good. I mean, I love the stuff in the '80s. The grinder shit's cool. He has something from like every decade that I I appreciate heavily. Uh, cool. Kicking uh, is the pricks. I think it's really cool. Kind just of a Tom Waits to kind songs. of a character. Just everything that Tom comes Waits out is at least interesting. Dope. Yeah, uh, yeah, for clo- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very, very similar in that that aspect where it's like, but 
Nick's a little harder to get into with some of it because there's like a no wave. Like, you know, Tom Waits did never make no wave. Whereas Nick Cave. Did Nick make no. Did he come out of no wave? Oh, yeah. The birthday party's like like quintessential oh, fucking. Fuck. I'd say, I'd say it's, I mean, some might say it's post punk, but it's like, I mean, it's at the same time as like like Washington hardcore coming out, you know? So like, that's not, it doesn't make any sense to call it post-punk because it's right there with punk. So it's like a punk band. Right it's on. like a goth, it's like a goth band, but it's, uh, yeah, he, he did some albums with Lydia Lunch. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I want to say. It's Australian, so it's its own thing. Were I want to say. Were they all from Australia and the birthday party or some of them mm, European? Wasn't one of those some, guys from Germany or something? Yeah, one of, I want to say one of them was died. from Germany. Or maybe a couple of them, and like a couple of people from the birthday party are from Germany for sure. Uh, yeah, there's kind so. of like a weird uh, from the bad seeds. I mean, fucking whatever. Bad seeds birthday party. There's like a weird phase where I, I can't remember if Blixa is on. I can't remember when he comes in. I think it's with with the bad seeds specifically, but he might be on the the bad seeds uh, album, the the EP. That's hard. I, I I'd have to look all that up. That's that's a lot of. There's a lot of weird industrial no wave noise shit. Send like, me some. Send me some shit. Send me some shit. I can send you some shit. I got. I already got some fucking. Uh, I'll send you the Spotify playlist I got. For Nick cool. Cave, you just put it on random. Go. Is it? But, is it like? Is it as good as? Or uh, is it as good as fish? Mm, you know, <laughs> those guys in fish can really play. <laughs> Some of them. That's my the clumsy one. attempt to like. <laughs> Paige can play, I, man. Okay, fine. Play. Mike, no. Fishman's fine. He keeps a beat. I mean, Mike fine. can play just shitty way. I actually like Mike when it was the era of just like, just play these specific notes. Don't do anything else. I'm sure he's got. Actually, in, in Story of the Ghost, there is this one slap lick where they turn him up. That's like really. I always have always thought is really sick. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Respect to that lick. That's a good lick. Can't. I know the lick, that. man. Um, I, uh, I think th- I gave my brother that album, the vinyl. That was. Oh, nice. To me that's, by, yeah. Like Colleen gave it to me, and then I got it, and I gave it away. <laughs> That's just how it goes, man. I think we, we had talk some about shit we were giving away before though. we moved. Sick of Disc is cool, man. Sick yeah, of that was Sick okay. Disc is like... There's that's out, cool. And that's during the Story of the Ghost era, almost like outtakes. And I think that so. kind of shows you, like... I mean, what they're they're capable of when we just kind of are sticking to not the trying to do The two fish songs. things <laughs> I would listen... To, or three fish things I would listen to now were, like, the things that I was least into when I was into fish, which would be the Sicka Disc, Surrender to the Air, and uh, Trey's One Man Trash album, which I still think is really, like, really cool. It's way better than any other actual album. It's like I'll a four-track kind of thing. It. It's it's pretty weird, man. Like I'm actually like I'm surprised it didn't come across. I, I still it, would honestly. put that on and think it was cool because it's just like all like home recording kind of like four track shit. I mean, it's, it doesn't. It sounds like it's you know, it doesn't sound like sh- like shit, but it's like very experimental. Like there's no straightforward songs. It's all like really just kind of weird oddball shit. 
and yeah. uh, I, I actually still think that album's awesome. And Surrender to the Air is like him with a bunch of free jazz people, and I think Fishman does play on that, and some other guys, but like some guys from Sun Ra play on that, and it's very like f- free jazz shit, which is actually pretty cool. And uh, Sick of Disc is just like tight groove, tight ambient grooves, yeah. <laughs> but like in a good way. Made sense when Ty, I think it was last show that you were on, uh, you said something about seeing them with Tortoise. Or no, you saw Umphreys with Tortoise, I think is what it yeah. was. But I, I think you had said something about how uh, Fish got sort of into sort of that, like, spacey type of, you know, open, atmospheric type of jam thing at one point. Somewhere around there, you said something yep. about it being... like, And, and that was... That album was a point where I was like, oh, I could see how the jam band Tortoise crossover, especially because I'm doing the Tortoise episode tomorrow. So God, God yeah, bless I, you, I John Stokes. I, I, oh, excuse me. Allergies. God, God bless. Allergies. I think there's some, I think there's some, there's some bridges where some heads could like make it over to Tortoise and possibly well, and the, be saved from the jam band community the jazz the jazz part which i didn't quite get until listening to all this with the the crossover there between the tortoise being sort of a jazzy kind of band although i i think of them as post-rock more than for sure anything. They're, they're that like chicago post-rock thing but all all in like they all have their side projects in chicago and i think like they're rooted in the jazz jazz bone scene for if, sure. If you look up my the playlist uh, on the Arcro uh, YouTube, it's there's at the end it has stuff that they've done since, and it's almost all jazz, like very specifically, if I remember right. Most of those dudes yeah. just play standards and modern jazz. Standards is very post rock, and TNT is probably my favorite one. But yeah. I think that like the early days was like a they were a post rock band, which is big in Chicago at the time. Good stuff. So I, I uh, don't really want to bring this back up, but I am because I did all the work to find it. I'm looking at the venue here for the uh, 2003 <laughs> Dead Show. Uh, it was in Saratoga, New York, at the Performing Arts Center, and um, I mean, just in case you guys can, you can maybe make that out uh you see it's an outdoor venue it's a like an arena style surrounded by woods there's a ridge in the back and that is a creek uh oh, like God. right right That's behind creepier right behind the thing and if you go over here you can even see, I know you can't in the picture that I'm showing you, but and nobody at home can uh, listening, but there's a parking lot where there's actually buses in the parking lot, so I'm sure that's where the buses park. Uh, and there is like a little house next to like a lake slash dam thing right over here that's right behind. Like this is the parking lot down here, and then it's over here. So maybe that's it, but it looks more like a house. Um and there is no boathouse. I do not see a boathouse. I don't see any boats. I don't see any piers. There's a dam, though, so that's, you know, promising. Very secluded. It's in New York, so you know there's a lake nearby somewhere. But, yeah, we're talking. They, they drove. drove. They drove away. 
It, That's weird. In no context should you be like, "Come with me, let's we, take pictures." Allegedly, man. Like, oh, we the don't have thing. any like information to support. I mean, just like get that as a disclaimer. We have absolutely no information other other than the facts that have been reported. To the you know in the media. Yeah, the and the other thing is that this happened at one o'clock in the morning. It did. When he got busted, that's the oh, that's the. It was that one was, in the morning. It was one a.m. Oh, I thought it was oh, like in the I middle of the this, fucking day. Yeah, oh, I pictured dude, this before that sucks, the show. Man. No, no, no. That must have <laughs> just when he got booked. He must have just gotten booked. Like, I mean, he had to. Get, I thought they like found him if it was all while it was happening. Can you imagine the look on his? I just face? don't even. Well, okay, so here's Mike, like that Mike Gordon ass face. Like he's in New York. <laughs> this is my misunderstanding. This is my misunderstanding. Uh, but like the it's we're talking the Hell's I'm Angels here, so like, and they 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 say that he beat his ass, right? Like I mean, they <laughs> beat his dick. <laughs> That's they I beat him beat off. They actually just dick. beat him off really hard. We're gonna jack you off for this mic, <laughs> fucker. Uh, no, I said they were. They were Who not likes little kids now, huh? sensitive areas. <laughs> jack off to this. Tell you make them look at. <laughs> like, like they filled. I don't know what just happened. Did they arrest him for that. That's like his punishment. They're just like 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 a some dirty hell's angels cop like pulls up. Don't start yet. Don't start yet. I want to watch. Yeah, let me know when you're done with them. We'll take them in. Speed bag that dude. That's not sick. I didn't see nothing. Bus. We'll take him. We'll bust him after he busts. If I look the other way, you guys can maybe. Uh... <laughs> that's creepy. Uh, it's creepy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's super wow. creepy. Dude's not like he like at least like if you're gonna do that shit, do something that I can like we need point at to be like you were at least cool with this, you know? This. Like, like he wasn't no, even a good bass player. Happened, man. We need to know. We what need happened. a true need crime documentary more. about Mike Gordon. We're gonna have to do a whole episode about this. Um, one fun fact about Mike that I read when I was a kid is that he, um, when he was a kid, in his room had built a cage suspended from the ceiling, and he would sit in it and play bass. And it was like covered, and he would just sit in this cage and hanging in his room. That's not what that cage is for, man. Yeah, that's some kind of cage. Yeah, kink. well, exactly. You got to wonder about that. And this guy likes to go to construction sites and uh, boathouses, and he spent a lot of time in a cage as a kid. Pretty sure that's what they call it, a cage. I didn't think anything. I just thought, this guy's eccentric, you know? Dad's mm. like a... It's a round room. Okay, so uh, there, I, I, think, I got a thing about round room. And it's the cover round room shows a, is round. <laughs> a a circular like a, a cabin a, a cabin right I just said cabin fucking a it's, this is like the same year of that shit okay so but, but he, he wrote farmhouse. that song what's the cover so, of farmhouse what's the cover of both albums back to farmhouse back? is a fucking outhouse which is even yeah, so fitting because that album is outhouse, fucking shit round room boathouse. Maybe he just has boathouses all around the county, all around the country, where he just like goes and takes pictures, art 
pictures. That's no, that's the thing. Like after the bus, the first practice, I was like, "What the fuck was Roundup about, man? Is that what this fucking <laughs> shit was about? Did we fucking release an album about this shit? Did you uh, fucking do is, this shit?" My my it's thing like is, Paul is dead. Like it's all sex. it's in every album. <laughs> I'm I'm, it's a I'm fucking just English like, teacher. Oh, who's Sexual the fucking English teacher? <laughs> quote the Soprano style. Sorry. I'm taking a piss. This was going on in that hotel room. Uh, Poppers, yeah. weird sex. Yeah. You on the podcast, man? It's not the first time. Damn. Trapped in a boathouse and I don't know what to do. Dude, that, you know, the, <laughs> I was working on a version of that today for like a while. I couldn't <laughs> quite get it right. I don't want to say Trapped what I came house. up with on here, but I'll type it out later. Glad you didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're nine years old. Can I take pictures of you? <laughs> Yeah, so so but round yeah. room, right? The cover of it has this like circular cabin thing, right? And here's here's the thing is that like a building is not a room. Okay? So inside that that circular fucking cabin thing, I don't know that that fucking room is round. It could be a fucking square. You could build it that way. It's true. No fucking problem, right? So what what I, th- what, what does I think he says it's square like, when he sits down. Uh, when he wakes up, maybe. It's round. He said, "When I go down, to bed, I live square. in a round room. When I wake up, it's square." Really? There's a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, it's something like he says square in the song, but it's like when his I whole thing up, is like square. The, yeah, when I wake up, it's square. It's all weird Dude, perspective. Google. Round room. Hopefully, you can find it on YouTube. There's this video of them playing it, and it's just so bad. And like the lights are like bright enough to see the people behind the stage, like just half-ass trying to dance to it. It's one of the funniest things ever, man. It's it really, is. It's a classic. I'll try to send shared you video copy for the whatever you post. Yeah, oh, please. I guess another thing we should talk about. I guess we should wrap this up soon because we're an hour and fifteen minutes in. But um, uh, it's, fuck, most of my with Robert are on too. A bittersweet motel, uh, the film about fish from like what year was that? Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. There's a movie called Bittersweet. I put it in motel. the email, man. It's made okay, by I guess I read uh, it and Todd. What's his name? What's his last name? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. The guy who did uh, Hated, the Gigi Allen doc. Oh, nice. Yeah, really that's a great movie. The, it's a, great. Quintessential Gigi yeah. Allen doc. He and also did this fish Joker documentary, and, and we think that the movie is like, I mean, it's very clearly like mocking like the scene and the fans and like made to like portray them as stupid, which, you know, mostly is probably true. But like they pick like the absolute just dumbest motherfuckers to interview. And uh, <laughs> then like all the way, the way it's all cut and stuff just really makes the band look completely ridiculous. And we it's have really, a theory that like really the something. whole movie is like, actually kind of like poking fun at like the whole scene you should watch it and see if you get that impression what what was it called again yeah. one more time it, it's called bittersweet bittersweet motel. motel it's on youtube i think you can watch the whole thing oh boy more yeah youtube and, and you know it, that guy is like a good like filmmaker uh i think like yeah, so it's, it is like it's a, actually a, a pretty well entertaining film. i don't i don't know yeah, that i've seen like, anything other than hated hated's awesome it's way better than this but uh it's interesting, and it is like I think was it ninety eight fish this uh, the actual footage ninety seven. So there is some actually kind of sick jams in it. I think there's like well, that's the funny thing though. It's like that's like hard. one of their most 
It's one of their most beloved years, but whenever they like talk about music and then he cuts to the live show, yeah. it's like the shittiest part he could have yeah. picked out, you know? Exactly. Like yeah, one Trace guitars beating so back like or something. Him just like was... making the most dumb like old face while he's just playing this one note going he hasn't shaved yeah. in a few days and just looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> really and then there's I feel like there's like footage of like Trey Trey fighting with like a groupie backstage. Like obviously they've screwed before and he's like in between sets and she's like i just like why don't you talk to me anymore it's like i don't know what you mean like i gotta go back on stage like they're putting there's all this like footage in there that's like just look at these fucking guys like, like, like the band gets in a fight they're like we weren't doing any of the things that that the festival like, we weren't doing any of the things that we normally do yeah. and like fuck this that man sucked. sucked what else so this yeah, guy it's good it's worth checking out we are talking about todd phillips right todd phillips did road trip Old school, yeah. Startsky and Hutch. I don't know that movie. Uh, Borat. Wait, is that the right Todd Phillips? Is this the guy who did Hated? Oh wait, yeah, totally. No uh, shit. Interesting. Yeah, his, his documentaries are Hated, Frat House, and Bittersweet Motel. Uh, so he Frat went House. from Bittersweet Motel into just making fucking hits. Like old school, like it was right after. Frat House that. is yeah, like no, one absolutely. of the most depressing things you could ever fucking watch. What is it? I've never heard of Frat House. It's, it's a, literally um, a documentary a, about frat houses. I've never uh, seen it. It's a bummer. Oh, in like a good way? Uh, well, it's like, I haven't seen the whole thing, but it's like, you know, just frat culture and stuff. It's yeah, Apparently, well, it's about it's a it's a a, uh, the Alpha Tower. How do you say What is that word? How come I don't know how to pronounce T-A-U? Tau? Is that? I don't fucking remember how Greek works. Fuck me. I feel really dumb it's not dumb. knowing that. Uh, I'm a talent it's, crowd. I don't know any of that shit. Bad enough that I have a music podcast. That's stupid enough. Fucking. Uh, yeah, anyways, the uh, the charter was revoked for the fraternity because of the movie until a certain Damn. time. Uh, it won some, fu- some yeah. Sundance shit. <sighs> fucking. It was uh, distributed by HBO, so, you know, yeah, it did pretty well, it seems. Yeah. He did the Handover told me about it. Wait, he made yeah. Joker. Really? He made Joker? Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking hell. This guy's been around. You know, I, really, I, I didn't think I'd like Joker, and I like Joker for being a Taxi Driver remake, uh, but that, yeah. new, that new Batman, that was, where I think they're good. trying to do Batman in a style like that really don't want to see it dude really? i was talking to sean today about batman the reason like the tim burton batman works for me is because it just acknowledges that like the batman universe and characters and shit are kind of silly and goofy yeah. and it just embraces that and it works like it's in like, the this right is, way like a comic book for, yeah and i feel like even the dark knight like i went back and watched that dark knight and like it's not that good, man. I, you know, I, I, all, all three just, of those. I don't know. I think they progressively get me. worse. Everybody says yeah, the Heath well, Ledger one is great. I liked Heath Ledger as the Joker. I, I think That's it's fine, the best of the three, but it might be. I, good. I still liked the first one more. Like when they came out, and I went and saw them because I'm a comic book person. I, uh, to some degree, I, I liked the, I liked the one with the scarecrow. You know, I, I enjoy, and then that actor. Um, Who's that? Who's it was refreshing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then the next one with the Heath Ledger, it was like, yeah, you got yeah, Heath you Ledger. Know, 
But I might agree was, with that now. It was the same movie. The Heath Ledger too. one. Well, once you once you like accept the Heath Ledger is dead. Like at the time, that was very shocking, and then that movie came out, so it added this whole like other level to it. It's a great performance. And I remember them. thinking it was really good at the time, but even now, it's like, oh, they didn't really give him like much interesting to do. He just licks his lips a lot. He doesn't do any like jokery stuff. Like Shaman brought that up. Like he doesn't. He doesn't have any like little. No, he doesn't. Of, like practical jokery. No like they make him like. Yeah, like I don't know. He just well, that's the whole thing. It's like, what if it was, what if it was Batman, but it was like, real life. Yeah, they take it's all just, the, I, I don't the, need the it, cartoon but away. They, but and they like, didn't do the voice it. Is it was cool. The Christian Bale voice. It was cool for a couple of movies because it was like, oh, I haven't seen this before. But that's like all these other. That's what the movies are doing now. Like that's what DC is. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. The first first Batman in my book. Michael Keaton's fucking Batman. They're supposed to be doing a fucking where Michael Keaton plays old Batman, training a new Batman. I think it's a cartoon. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm a Val Kilmer man myself. Oh, nice. Uh, Okay. I remember going to a birthday party to see that one. Like, fuck, what a bummer. And then there, U2, I think, was on the soundtrack for that one. Sure is. Sure, absolutely. Because I had that CD and I hated the U2 song. Kiss from the Rose. Great song. This is a good Norm MacDonald, but he's like the the new. uh, Norm MacDonald? The new Batman uh, features nipples on the costume. That's like, Back with the nipples? Did like George Clooney have nipples? <laughs> is that the, Batman? No, George Donald Clooney had joke. nipples, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's got this whole... It's like, I, I a weekend update, but it's all about the nipples. And I'm sure that no, that's and then like he goes, his... note to self, don't see the new Batman movie. <laughs> Norm, <laughs> Norm. Norm McDonald's the king of the anti-joke. I watched the, uh, the I said, or Robert, the who does the shows on uh, Thursdays, or I guess whatever, every other week lately. Uh, fucking, we were talking, I keep, I keep sending him the, the roast of Bob Saget with Norm McDonald. And uh, Norm is so telling, it's the he's telling best. the, None of the jokes land. Absolutely none of the jokes land. The old, there's like two people laughing. Bob Saget's one of them, and like maybe Norm is the other. But you know, like nobody got that he was purposely bombing so fucking hard. But it is obvious as hell, and it's hilarious. Uh, because the uh, best, man. Bob Saget's a beautiful man. Don't you think he's a beautiful man? He's got a face like a flower. Yeah, a cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> Like he did that joke. That, that I gotta cheese. look that up, man. Uh, like, let's go. Let's have this shit. I'm gonna go watch that. I'm gonna go to bed. Fucking. There's a lot of well wishers here tonight for you, Bob. In my kitchen and watch that. <laughs> what did you guys it's say? Like, fish I is I... fish is worse than what? Uh, is what? What were you gonna say? No, no. Keep going. I'd rather talk about Norm Macdonald than fucking no, fish I'd, any day. You start talking about Norm, and this will be another sixty minutes. So, yes. yeah, I yeah that's true. That's its own podcast. <laughs> fish, uh, fish is worse than Three Eleven, but some of their songs are just as bad as Three Elevens, and probably worse than Three Elevens. But they're better. Yeah, still. I think. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. Some of their songs are worse than Three Eleven. Now, Fish, like I don't know, whatever's happened since I. Been out of the scene. Could be worse than 311, actually. The new stuff's real bad. The new stuff's real bad, but it's comparable to recent 311. The new stuff is comparable to recent 311. Oh, did you hear the Trey Ride My Bike song? (laughs) What? No. Dude, ooh, that's like the... Look that up immediately. Yeah. Just like the... That's some shit, dude. Why do they do the dumbest shit? Or at least... If they would just not sing... Or at least the lyrics... 
Oh, you know, he did, um, over the quarantine time or whatever, my brother-in-law sent me these videos he did at the Beacon Theater, like, weekly live videos where they do, like, fish songs or cover songs and bring in, like, different musicians, like, horn sections and <laughs> choirs and shit, and, like, everything I saw was really cool. Like, that, I, I feel like he's better doing something that isn't fish. Yeah. Like, a Wait, project the other with good dudes? musicians <laughs> where he can, like, like, that's what he should be doing. If the he even played called... old fish songs, I'm like, this sounds cool. Yeah, it's, like it had like a a fresher vibe to it. Like this it's is a song just called Let Me Why. Yeah. He talks about right. What's that? Let Me Why is that the song? I don't know. What I is think it's a, called I Want to Ride My Bicycle. Oh, it could be. It's the the lyrics are I want to ride my bike. Gonna peel my he shirt goes, I off. I want to take my. Gonna feel it burn. That yep, that's like the a, one. Yeah, that's a that's a dude. Gonna play take my. So the melody is play that take on the bike. air, dude. Wanna ride my bike? Wanna ride my bike? It's like you know, you read that, and I'm like, if I'm ever in a position, maybe I just will kill myself with dope rather than recover and end up doing shit like that. I've I've been at fish shows where a song like that'll come on, and legit people next to me on acid start freaking out. This? This? People freak out for this? This is like Christian no, inspirational music. Kids. That would be good for my kids. It sure you know would. I mean? That sounds like it, the show like a Disney movie. Car. This would be great yeah. for a Disney soundtrack. No, this I'm gonna play like, this for. You should. When she starts riding the bike, I'm gonna play this song. Yo, so at least the song has a purpose, you know? I love, I love like. Wow! Don't don't start that. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't. Get off of I'm stopping this. Right that's what me. happens. All right. That's yeah, what happens. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you just start listening to this crap. Don't you just make offensive it? parodies don't of it. Don't you hear it? I heard it. Yeah, it? I heard it. I've been listening to this shit for fucking the last like <laughs> the first thing three I days. Of, of course, I heard it. <laughs> you also said that right after I mean, you said what? you were going to play it for your daughter. <laughs> well, okay, it was a separate thought entirely. Yeah, I for play sure. That version of it for But her. I'm also saying, if I was riding my bike, and, like I might put that. If I had a bike, I don't have a bike anymore. I gave mine away. But fucking, if you I, know, uh, I should put that on a bike playlist. I, I just don't want to think about Trey taking his. Fucking shirt off. <laughs> yeah, peel off my shirt. Take off my shirt. Little Ryan and... has that right. Uh, get on your bike and ride song that fucking rips too. So there's already there's already a <laughs> song about riding your bike, and we don't need another one. But um, what's too interesting? Little about, I don't know if it's interesting, but one thing I did notice about that album because Ty, you sent me that link when it came out. Like, just listen to this, dude. And it kept playing, and like every other song on that album is like this, like instrumental, like composed, like very Zappa sounding thing. That's actually like really kind of good. <laughs> and, then and then the yeah. next song will be that. It's like it alternates between like the shittiest like Christian. Rock that's like song. the that's like the trade story like right there. Yeah, Zappa. He should just oh, this should just go avant garde. And... What go off on what go what? I think he should just go avant-garde or just just ditch the words. Get back on drugs like, or go out. He's, go he's got that shit in his brain. It's totally... Get, um, get done with the pop music and shit. You made some money yeah. probably. Or like do some get, interesting pop music for fuck's sakes. Do some just do some art music, man. You could do, do some artsy stuff. pop music. I don't give a shit. Do anything other than this fucking adult contemporary fucking... Break up fish. CBS Take Paige over to the Trey Band. Then you got a real bass player and drummer. You got a good 
keyboard player, though I think Trey, Trey's keyboard player is probably as good as Paige, hey, and so he looks cooler too. Here's the thing. Here's here's a big question for you. Did 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 they want to be Ween? Because I don't know if he got part Ween until later or not, but um, I, don't I know hear if a lot adopters. of Ween. Well, they covered "Roses Are Free," but I remember um, in Guitar World or something back in the '90s, I read this article. It's probably one of the first things I read where it was like, "Oh, this is the guy from Fish," and he was like, "It was like song. It was like a playlist or something." And one of the songs was, I think, "Reggae Junkie Jew" by <laughs> Ween. And he, all, all he put was, "If you uh, hate Simon and love Garfunkel, you're gonna love this song." Garfunkel <laughs> Jewish? Maybe it was. I didn't put that together. <laughs> That's what he meant. I think it was Reggae Junkie Jew, though. I really think that was the song, and I think that was what he said. I Damn. I think then. I think Fish co- covering a Ween song. I think I don't think Ween has any problem with that. Well, but you know, I saw a video of them because they were talking, talking about shit. that. Like all, because all the well, no, all these jam band kids started coming to their shows. And right. after that, like, it was really weird, like, seeing Ween in 2003, there'd be all these jam band kids, and they were like, it's really weird, like, these smelly hippies, and like, but yeah, we, <laughs> we're totally gonna, like, reclaim that song and play it, like, all the time now, because it's our song, but they were just oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's really bizarre to have, like, s- these, like, smelly hippies come to our show. It's such a I good song, I think they're just being too. Ween, and they're happy to yeah. sell tickets, but, well, yeah, Rose are Free is awesome. Diener said some shit about jam bands, like, he was... Just like straight up, like yeah, I'm not a fucking fan. So, oh, I'm sure. And, and it was after Fish He's Grumpy, Fish had done the fucking had done their song. He was like, yeah, whatever, that's cool. They play. It. I don't fucking like jam bands. So, yeah, maybe it actually grumpy, it shows them work. Shows Dude. them working out. Roses are free in that bittersweet documentary. Yeah, no shit. It's funny. That is kind time. of cool because it cuts into him playing, like from them rehearsing it to him cutting into the solo. I always yeah, thought that was cool. But I that's that one scene. of the like the like. Yeah, a lot More of the, flattering parts. A lot of the like, especially I guess the studio shit because it had a studio sound. But a lot of it was like to me, it was like, man, this almost sounds like somebody trying to do like, Ween, but more serious, but still, you know, like lighthearted and fish like. I could see that. Well, it's it was, like, yeah, like Ween will do this thing where they're kind of like. Uh, maybe humorous or just like very like bizarre lyrics that are like funny because they're just so weird or absurd but it's yeah, always sure. coupled with a really good just really good song that you just want to hear after it just sticks in your head and right. it's like just a they just have a good way of writing songs and like think about like it's ice like it's a fucking chore to listen to a song like that like, what the fuck is that that's a little kid song. Ice, dude. That is that, one of the worst like songs I've ever heard song. in my yeah. life, man. Just the melody of it. It's like, it's like, the like you went out of your way to ice. try to write an unconventional song, and guess what? It sucks. <laughs> you know, like nobody, like it's just nothing it's good still, about it's it. It's got to be a good song. The, the thing can't be like anything other than it's got to be. It's a good song at the end of the day. It could still I feel be a like joke. Ween is funny still be or funny. anything else because the songs are good. You like know, the Tenacious D, to those songs are good. Songs. Yeah, Tenacious D like writes good songs. Yeah, and the, exactly. It's fucking the songs funny. are good. That's yeah. why they're funny. But they, to me, the songs suck. They wouldn't be funny. Right. It just seems like, and I know I'm not sure. Tra- oh God, uh, Trey Trey does most of the fucking writing musically, right? 
Is that right? They all have their own songs, though. Yeah. Well, but I, I think like Paige, Okay. I think Trey wrote the songs Paige sang until like Billy Breathes. I don't think, I'm talking, I think Car Sharks and Busted was the first music. one Paige wrote. Then Mike gets like one song and album. But Strange Trey Design was a Paige gotcha. one. That's like 95. But that's not on an album. Gum- that's no, it's not. Gumbo, is that on an album? So hard. Gumbo, Paige I kind of like that? Gumbo. Fishman Gumbo's wrote cool. that. Oh, yeah, Fishman, Fishman did wrote write that. that. Yeah, or they write the that's lyrics. A good, that's actually, the I was listening to that today. And I that's think that's just on the live song. album, I think. Yeah, yeah, that song yeah. is cool. I forgot about that. You know what? They there all get their fish songs, cover though. album, and Jimmy Buffett covered that song. Fuck no! Right. Fuck no! Well, either way, it was. It was like actually more like a picture. It was like if that song had been a picture of nectar, is what it sounded like. Basically. Fucking hell! Fucking hell! life. Man, Strange Design, yeah, talk about a bummer of a song, man. What a terrible song. Fuck. It says, yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine. You just like... I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, fuck, dude. I remember reading reviews, like, stage. even in the early days, and, like, even, like, the most, like, like full-throated, like, advocates were like, ah, song really bums me out. <laughs> it's like, one, like, in the early days, like, happy, like, hippies before the internet were, like, when they were... Shitting on a song and that it really sucked. <laughs> and like Rift is like another one where it's like a really like this like all the stuff that was cool like from like Curtain With, they just turn into this like really kind of annoying song. Yeah. Like the instrumental stuff is cool and the riff is cool, but it's so much better in the Curtain With than that last night. Oh, I should okay. So this leads me into how I first got into Fish. Like so when I first heard of Fish. I remember being at Nightwinds and seeing this kid in a uh, fish shirt looking at Grateful Dead CDs. And I was like, it's so lame that this band is like a Grateful Dead copy. Like, I just thought, like, Fish was this, like, fake, like, new version of the Grateful Dead. And it was really lame. And then, Ty, I think you were probably at this. We went to this presentation at St. Joe. We went to this presentation at St. Joe where this guy who was like an ex-parachuting guy who lost his leg gave like an inspirational speech. And like everybody from like St. Joe was there and like they like sent our school over there to see this guy. Do you remember a guy with one leg making an inspirational speech at school one day? I think you must have been there unless you were sick because it was at your school. And we were in the same grade. <clears throat> Anyhow, it was like Sean and Marcus and those guys were definitely there because we've talked about this. But on the way home, no, wait, it was the first time I ever got high. Metallica behind his head? No, no, he just had like uh, one leg and talked about overcoming adversity. But like, it was the first time I was old enough to like not have to take the bus and like just ride home with like someone. Like a friend of mine had a car. And like, so we went to his house and got high before we went back to school. So it was the first time I ever was high in class or any of that. It was like a very important day in my life or whatever. And uh, he put on Rift on the car on the way there. And I was like, this is like what Fish sounds like? like this does not sound like the Grateful Dead at all to me. But like, I would never really listened to like anything with like three-part harmonies and stuff. And I was just kind of like, it just stuck in my head. It's like, man, I want to hear that again. Like, because I'd never, that last night. I was like, wow, I've never, that's just so in the weird. moment. Riff was cool. It's a weird song. <laughs> and I think I went and bought like some cd after that then got into fish till i was like yeah. 19 and then stopped listening to them oh i did not yeah. realize i didn't realize that you were into fish till you were like 19 that's i didn't realize it was that long oh yeah because that was like 2003 my dad, uh, i was probably 19 
My dad sat on my CD of Rift and he broke it in half. And I was like, 18. you got to buy me another one of these. He goes, I'm not giving you shit. Or It's like, I paid for fucking all of this. I'm not giving you money for a dumb CD. You can thank Rift. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I, you know, the only thing that I can say from when, uh, when fish was first like introduced to me is I, I just remember, uh, being told that I would really enjoy the parking lot. And, um, to this day, enjoy the, what? the parking lot before the show oh. to this day, I still would not mind seeing fish live, even though, or maybe until yesterday, I would not mind, would not have mind seeing Fish live until listening to so much of it uh, that it was painful. I couldn't but spend I, five I, minutes in the parking lot anymore, man. But when I was, you know, 17, 18, 19, being able to buy beer and stuff, that was great fun. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily. Yeah, that's the other freedom. thing is I don't burritos and shit. Dope. That's actually CDs, the first place I found like right, ride, like Grateful Dead footage too like i just some guy who just had like a bunch of dead bootlegs off of like european television yeah. and i Shut paid like five that. bucks for a tape and like Everything just that kind of bucks. shit was like it was before Everything. the internet Burrito, you know dvd yeah. bootleg acid yeah and this is this i is just like remember like this is what the band right at the beginning yeah. of the internet it seemed, or yeah or you could you had to go that's that's part of the other thing is that like the 90s bands that we talk about like these bands are you, you knew who they were because you couldn't find anything else you know like and if you you made a name for yourself in that time in the like 70s 80s 90s like it was either through radio or through such a grassroots thing that like fish fish is definitely susceptible to that uh that type of fandom because of that yeah and it's cool Dude, one of the weirdest lots I ever went to was uh, Phil Lush and Friends. It's probably like 2001 or so. It was like a fall tour, and it got moved. It like undersold the UIC arena or whatever it was called, and they moved it to Aragon. And ICP was playing at the Riviera at the same time, which is like you know they share a parking lot. They're like right across the street right from each other. Right next door. And so, like, the, there's, like, all these ICP painted face people in one lot, and then all these hippies in the other lot, and they kind of, like, They're all on the same little, drugs. Like, fringe, but, it, yeah, it was just such a bizarre scene to see all these <laughs> like, juggalos Dude, the Riviera, and... ICP at the Riv, man, that's yeah. good. That, I would want to go got to tickets to both and went, like, between. Yeah. <laughs> but the Phil Lush was cool because it was, like, at Aragon, and we were like right up front, and some That's guy cool. bought us beers and stuff. It was, it was between cool. Rat Dog I have and no Phil. Memory of what they Phil played, and Friends. But. I I always liked the Phil and Friends shows more. I thought the band was, bands were a little bit weirder. Um, oh, plus you yeah, didn't have to hear uh, Bob singing. Warren and stuff. Haynes I know that there, there's Harry. some good. There was some fun Rat Dog stuff too. Like, but I don't know. <laughs> Just Bob, Rat Dog. Whatever. First time I saw Rat Dog, I was <laughs> on rat acid, dog. and I was like. 17 and it was awesome i, thought I it was bet really cool. yeah i State didn't know anybody State theater. You know? my mind <laughs> yeah, blow my like mind 2000 i think did he have a dj with them scratching no samples I, I would not have been cool with that i, I missed <laughs> i got out before that i didn't know bob wasn't cool you know until i started like yeah i know examining the <laughs> 80s and whatnot more i only listened to like 70s dad back in those days you know i didn't know anything it's always kind of fun when you're hanging out with a deadhead and you're not really sure if they're as cynical as you about like bob or donna and shit and you kind of have to like tread lightly until like one of you makes the decision to be like 
Yeah, but fucking Bob, right? And like, oh, I've, yeah, it's, I, but it's always. I've done that one ever, time, and the guy, like, this one guy was like, dude. That's Bob he was like Mickey. dancing. He's like, I'm like, you having a good time? He was like yeah. dancing, and I was like, you yeah, having a good time? He's like, yeah, it's fucking Bob. I'm having a great time. I'm like, right on. <laughs> We're not going to get along, you and I. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so, wait, did um, you just give me sass like you like the... Okay. <laughs> my uncle was like a deadhead, and he was, you know, went to, you know, 100 shows, whatever. And I was like, so like... Were people into it like when Weir was like screaming and doing all this like shit? He's like, no man, no one, no one like <laughs> okay, that good. shit. <laughs> yeah, like, that stuff was terrible, dad. Too. I love I was, that. What about like drums in charm, space? Like... He's like, that's just when you would go like get a beer and like go to awesome. the bathroom yeah. and like do what she had to do. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. So it was ever. Oh, the other thing I was like, hey, like whenever I'm listening to the dead, like they'll always like give away the song they're gonna play like really blatantly. Like, but I started thinking like, well, it's a soundboard, so maybe they had like some way they would like you, you know, that's just what you could hear on the stage, but it wasn't going through the PA. He's like, nope, you you could hear it. You you always knew what they were gonna play. They totally <laughs> did that. That was just something everybody could hear. I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks, man. Wait, but basically, all the stuff we think is bad. Like he's like at the time, at least like his sensibility was that. I'm sure there's. I love nice. that. What, I like that aspect. Like everybody who absolutely loved the band really hated parts of the band. Yeah, it's kind of it's, char- it's part, part of the charm, you know. Yeah, you can't like do something that many times in a summer and like everything about it. You need like a point yeah. where you can be all right. They're gonna play this terrible. Let's like, play victim or a crime. Let's go like chop the lines in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, also, yeah, and also when, when part of the charm is that like, yo, this is going to go on for like three hours and everybody's fucked. Maybe. Yeah. It's like, and it's like a freak circus. Like, of course there's yeah. going to be some bad songs. And that's, you know, these and are that's, like insane it's not a, people it's, that have. It's not unsimilar to fish too. Just like the last like couple shows I went to with buddies, they would make fun of the band, like, but be- between every song, but then like have fun <laughs> at the same time. Like we were, we were ripping on the band, and like th- that was the best way to see him too. Or we like, oh my god, this is that, or whatever. Well, like, well Trey I mean, really like, fucked that up, or like that's, so- and that's part like, of the fun a little bit because like we're fans, but we're let's be honest here, like this is kind of silly too. At the same yeah, time, yeah, twenty years know, later, at least some of it is. Yeah. We're doing Fuck the meat stick still here. We're thirty-seven, and yeah. uh that yeah. that's like when last time later. last time Stokes and I saw fucking Melvin's, and we were just mocking the living shit out of the whole. F- okay, I was poor I bass player. Those Can dudes are bitter, man. <laughs> man, I'm fu- well, like, and it is like on one hand, Buzzo like and fucking Dave, but Buzzo and Dale Crover just melting Dale. your face. But then there's this other aspect that's just so funny, and yeah. it's great. Well, yeah, that was a fun that's time. the thing. Who, what, I can't remember the bass player's name. He's a he does all right shit. The guy from Off, but he he had yeah. like like long Kid Rock hair, and he kept doing much, guitar cock. Like he kept sticking his bass like in his <laughs> pelvis and like thrusting, and there was like a fan going on his hair, and so he was you know like stealing the show. <laughs> they always have a different bass player. Usually, yeah, uh, it's switching I up anyway. I've seen him. I've First only seen him. Someone totally different. With that guy and fucking uh, what's his name? Trevor Dunn. Trevor Dunn. Saw him with Trevor Dunn. That's that's fucking sick, man. It was tight. Now that's what's up. It was tight. He was a fish. They'd be way better. 
Way if better. Anybody was in fish other than three fourths of fish. Like if Trey Trey playing with anybody else sounds okay. Don't let Trey sing. Yeah, well, yeah, can't the, sing. I mean the songs are terrible, man. Like there's just no getting around that. I will say like actually like three of the songs I like the best from like the Trey band were done like really bad by Fish. Like if you listen to like First Tube Sand <clears throat> and Sand by the Trey band because they have a really good rhythm section, they're just fucking stone. Like, that bass riff in Sand, like, can just go and go, and it's actually yeah. just awesome with a great bass player and drummer. And with Fish, it sounds like fucking ass. Yeah. It sucks so hard. <laughs> it, and it goes from and being, actually, like, the best song with one band to, like, one of the worst songs with the other band. God, that's crazy. Boo. I don't know, man. That's, I that's can't. a little much. Yeah, I but I've heard a couple. But I, I can't. A, I gotta say, though, it's kind of like playing in the band where once in a while... That yeah, song actually. Okay. When it, I saw him in Chicago, moves. that was the best song of the whole night because really? they actually did some music. Well, like after live. the song, like it went on for like into some interesting place. A lot okay. of farmhouse was actually just recycled Trey Band songs because they hadn't. He hadn't been writing fish songs, so they just you know, took Trey songs and put it. And they just weren't as good. It was obvious. Well, and, and I guess. I kind of wondered about that album because it seems almost like it's a singer-songwriter album. You know, for the well, most part. Yeah. fat bass player is so good. Well, there's Mike like three Gordon. or four, song, there's like three or four songs with that, but there's like, there's like, that's like the beginning of the really strummy. That's where you could be like, you know what? They're going to start strumming fucking chords and doing finger picking with no, you can see it in Farmhouse. That's where it really well, that was starts the to whole, come into like, fruition. Rolling That's Stone the beginning for sure. Like, oh, this yeah. is the first album of songs you could just play on the front porch with an acoustic guitar. And they're like, well, you know, we're just like really but trying they, to embrace ourselves as songwriters. Now it's like every band. It's like Dylan saying, I'm going to take the music trip now. Well, it's like, almost uh, like a fucking uh, a working man dead or a fucking American oh, yeah. beauty. At yeah. that point, except you know, not like inspired and great. <laughs> except without any urgency and great material driving that change, it's actually the opposite. It's because they didn't have any good ideas that they just like well, yeah. let's try some simpler songs. We've and, never done uh, the we'll lyric thing. The let's three, do the music. The thing. only three rocking songs are from the Trey Band. Yeah, and if no you woman, hear no those cry. songs, Trey Band, though, like you'll, yeah. it's just got so much more heart to it for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so fish. Hey, uh, we'll wrap this up real quick. I got, I, I got a summary real quick for you, and it's uh, if you're gonna listen to fish, cereal. I would say uh, yeah, get some cereal. Go check out American Beauty. Wait, and what, uh, what was the video I was gonna watch now, other than the murderer on the news? Oh shit! Fuck. Mm. Some funny. I'm like, I'm gonna go watch this. Like, Mama. I'll, to, I'll, I'll just go back and listen. Yeah, but you might <laughs> not say the na- you might not say the name of it. Well, a couple weeks, you know, when this what comes out, it? I'll figure it out. This is gonna be in like March. <laughs> well, you know, or May. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you, you, men- you mentioned this during the pod. Yeah, there was some videos. Gonna go eat Fuck. cereal and watch. Was it a movie? <sighs> no, it was short. It wasn't the oh, fish oh. related. Yeah, I think so. Some that you guys were making fun of that I didn't see yet that I wanted to see. Oh, that's not good. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Let's wrap her up. Doesn't matter though. Listen to the dead. I probably will.
the next that's 24 it. hours. Uh, no, I was just saying, like, that's that was the, the end of my, my thought. Oh, tomorrow's Thursday. Friday of, of the dead pod. Instead comes of, out, so instead of, listen then. Instead of fish, just go listen Would to the Would we ever dead. do a, a dead podcast? Like, there's I, not really any need to, is there? I, I mean, we could. Uh, it would I just be you two talking for a long time. I'd be down with it. I was saying we should break <laughs> it in, into um, periods, uh, if not like yeah. decades, like maybe like 15-year stretches since there's so much to cover. Because there's no way that I we can do. We can't just go straight at the dead. No, I think not with right. you guys. It's I, not with us. I remembered something I wanted to say, though, Crowder, when you made, uh, you said Terrapin plus shakedown i think that was pretty <laughs> apt fish actually the only time before like when they were like an established band they ever like they kind of tried to distance themselves from the dead they actually played terrapin on like jerry garcia's birthday in 19 yeah. 1998 they played I the whole song like, getting that show just to hear that because someone's like dude they play terrapin like, no, no, yeah yeah no 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 so that's no, that's the song no. that they chose but, yeah but what but, do you know? But, but you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't play the they whole did. song. Fuck you. They played the Assholes. whole song, buddy. Hey, we're going to distance ourselves from the dead. Hey, by the way, you guys had a hard time playing this live, didn't you? Fucking assholes. <laughs> what the fuck? Masturbation. Uh, <laughs> masturbation. Is, is that it? No, I told Back you no more. No more of that. No more. No more. No more sexual right, parodies. Right. Let's wrap up the show. Let's wrap up the show. I'm sorry. This isn't that podcast. I'm angry. <laughs> I so hate I'm fish. Go an eight you know what? You know what? We're gonna we're gonna have a split fucking decision on this one. Fuck them. Fuck fish. They're worse than three eleven. Oh. How about that? <laughs> two to one. No. Well, I, I think there's one. an argument to be made if you if you focus on the right aspects and arrows of the band. Um, but I don't know, man. Three eleven, dude. Hoist, hoist, don't forget what we're hoist, about hoist here. breathes and fucking ghost. Listen to those three; they're right. fine. They're fine. I want to show you the video of them and hoist when they're like stomping on like rocks and kitty litter boxes. <laughs> like, you gotta watch that movie. Oh my and god, see if I want to see that. It. Album. It sounds, it sounds there is no, a I, 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 I don't think I made drunk. it. I think I actually stopped Have you before ever seen the last Mike two or three songs. Singing "Son oh. of the Mule." That actually is pretty entertaining. Ty, you know what I'm talking about. He's like fucking yeah. plastered, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. Looking. Oh, there's Chris, only a there's second a of it in that somewhere. movie, but I think there's a video of more of it. Yeah, how do, there's a how making you, of the hoist documentary. Uh, how did you feel about the horn yeah, stuff? The like ninety was it ninety one where they had the horn players? You mean like on Split Open the Mountain stuff? They have it's called the a giant country boy. horns or something, that. and they they would sit in and shows up through like '94. I think it was that's always pretty fun. cool. Yeah, I, I like think that. that in the album, the split the album version of Split Open and Melt. I guess they like won a contest and they got the money to record that like that's, properly. And yeah. like I think that's like one of like the uh, the one of the few songs where they actually did it. Like that's the best in my in the notes. Suit. I think that version of that song is really pretty cool. That's in my notes. Yeah. That song's as, pretty cool as the most Zappa esque one. And yeah, also that's like sure. as one that I like, I only had like three songs on here that I I, I wrote down that I was like that's I one like of my song. favorite songs. And the and album actually, version with like the weird detuned vocal and shit, like and the yeah. horn, the horn part is really cool. Like the way they like drag and follow each other. 
on cool. Hoist, there's like a there's a, a song I can't very Zappa. On Hoist, there's a song yeah. I can't remember, but it starts off with a guy getting into his car and putting in a tape cassette, and it's yeah. like that's actually that's a Axel, live version of. That's it, yeah. But it's a live version oh. of Split Open and Melt, just the jam. Yeah, you're right. And it's actually fucking awesome. Hey. So <laughs> like, while while you're here, I, I, like, I, I need to ask. Do they just like I, cut out the song? They, they they like they fast forward for you, I and they're like, "This is so that. cool." It's that's that's something to dig. That's a that's cool. Yeah, I was listening to where all of a sudden Mike Gordon was doing a a monologue. About going to the dentist. No two oh, on the white tape. That, yeah, that's cool from the white tape. What the nitrous fuck oxide? Was that? The white tape okay. is like four track shit from when they were in college. I, I listened think. to a little bit of it. I guess I just didn't catch that when I I was skimming when, through it. When my brother uh, got his wisdom teeth out, I put that on the the mix that I made for him. <laughs> that was something Asshole. we used to like do like whippets and listen to. Yeah, thought it's that weird. was really cool. It is that white tip is some cool. I like the like, again like those guys would probably be like have been fun to collaborate with when you were both like twenty and just fucking around with a four track smoking dope. You well, know? I'm sure they would have been like fun guys to like another, you know, that song. Fuck your face. That song's pretty good. Another on one of my notes Which one? is that this is like the nerdiest band ever. Like when I listen to it, this is literally the guys that are like, no, no, no. These like, guys play D like, and shit. Yeah, for and like the reason that I, I kind of don't like their music is because I think that it's them being like well i mean wouldn't this sound cool if we did it in a pentonic fucking this that or the other and then we changed it on fucking five seventh fucking you know like and they they didn't really think about how it sounded they just fucking applied the formula and went and did it and they were like yeah boom boom there it is (laughs) we're gonna solo now And it's cool, like it's cool that it ha- like you if you if you have an ear for it or if you if you like it. I just don't like what they chose to to do that with, you know. Yeah. Weird. They're nerds. It's weird. It's funny. It's a weird phenomenon. It's a they're an unlikely band. And you might like a lot of things fell in place. Could I have really yeah. like stepped into it, like even like find anything to appreciate in it if I hadn't liked it when I was like 15, 16, 17? Whatever age, I don't know. Yeah, it's a and, it's a nostalgic thing for uh, me. I'm not like again. You know. I would like to see them live. Still, I've never seen them live. Dude, I'd like to see a live that, show. That when we were like we were hanging. Anytime out that you one fucking time can, and, it's fun, man. Just eat some drugs, and the light show is awesome. You're looking at millions of dollars worth of shit. I've like, seen them for gonna, eighteen it's fine. years. Yeah, it's all right. You know, you yeah, can make fun of them and have a good time. Cool. The light show is very cool, but man, it's some always of those, cool. Like some of the people that you have to be around, uh, and some of the songs, like it can be a bummer, man. I, I don't real. know, fucking hippies and shit, man. I don't have that in for me real. anymore. Um, what was I just gonna say? I had a point. John Mayer's know, not man. singing Jerry songs, though. Yeah, fucking right. Man. Um, fish isn't actually worse than 311, but I'm going to say they are. So fish is worse than 311 because cool. I'm a need, dick. We need somebody to say that. They've done stuff that's worse than 311 for sure. Oh, yeah. There are 311 songs I would I, put on in a heartbeat more I, than Imagine songs, if 311 but. played. Okay, maybe not like. But, but like, if, if like, uh, Trey, Trey played for 311, you know what I mean? Or was playing 311 what songs? What if they covered oh. it on Halloween? They did the album with Down on it. They did the whole thing. Fuck, I just remembered something. On Charlie Rose. 
Charlie Rose uh, asked Trey, like, are you guys going to hand the baton off to the next jam band or who's going to be the next fish? And, you know, he's pretty diplomatic because you don't no. want to just say, like, a jam band and, like, give it to him. No. He says 311. No. No. Yeah. I and, feel like we do. He doesn't, like, say, like, they're the I'm next fish, you. but it's like, I read this I read this interview of, like, one of the guys from 311 who came to our show and, like, but he, the band that he goes to when answering Charlie Rose's question was 311. Bro. No. 311 would way. be the Dude, crunchiest they're cover jam that band shit ever. This Halloween. I'll send you the link. And fish webcast. It's going to be... <laughs> Mike Gordon lipstick. Chill. Chill. They might just like, chill. chill. Light up a fire while my evil becomes. Fishman can do the rap parts. You ever seen a 41-year-old go to take a 9-year-old to a boathouse? Crowder, you know you know that Jay-Z sat in with them one time. And it is you know the most that like, unrhythmic... Fucking like they can't play the shit at all. It's hilarious. Jay Z can't figure out where he's at in the song, and the song is a four four beat. That's it. It's a, it's loop. a bummer. <laughs> oh man, he's like looking at him like, what the fuck? And they tried to like blend the two together. Yeah. I don't even think they practiced it beforehand. Fucking no. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny. It's thing I read it, but uh, I don't. I, we're, right. Okay, we're done. We're well, done. It was two hours. We're done. I did want to talk about Trey playing on Saturday Night Live with Kid Rock, but that's just for the Kid Rock podcast. We'll Why are you fucking tell, breaking this out now? Yeah, you God, don't you remember when he that? was on? I didn't even know it was going to happen. I just watch remember watching Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night, and Night Live very often, unless somebody like Google recommends. I saw me it live, and just all of a sudden, we're like, "Is that Trey?" And he's oh like, play, "He's just in there playing like cowboy hey. chords to like." Cowboy or whatever it was, and they did coke together in Vegas. And Kid Rock sat in with okay, him so one I'm of those making Vegas shows. I hate and... Kid Rock so much. I'm making a Kid Rock playlist right now. I'm getting off the fucking air. I'm, we're gonna do Kid Rock uh, as soon as we're done with the list of what we're already doing. It'll be top of the fucking Dude. morning. Hey, did you guys see that SNL too. skit about Weezer? Wait, saw no. him in '99. All right, it's not funny, but it's like it's like one of the funnier things I've seen recently. But I know you guys just did the Weezer one, but they have this skit with Matt Damon, and he's like a Weezer head, and they're like arguing about different albums of Weezer. I'll send it to you. It's kind of dumb. Dude, send that shit while you... uh, That's what I'll watch while you eat my cereal. What's going on? I'm listening. on that note. Every time you're saying Weezer, I'm singing the rental song. All right. All right. The rental song's cool, Hills. Dude. Remember that rental song, Ty? What's up with the rentals? They were pretty cool. That, that, that song the rentals? Cool. It was the bass player from Weezer Matt side Sharp. project. They had a video Matt on Sharp. MTV and the girls go, ooh. It's the chorus. Is it, it good? Cool. Yeah, it was yeah. around the same time as like Pinkerton. The whole album's so, pretty good, too. And Matt Sharp's in it? The Matt Sharps. The B Sharps. No, the rentals. He was. No, the B Sharps was in The Simpsons. What's with the Simpsons and Fish? What's with the Simpsons and Fish? Both have been around too long. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Peace. I could actually answer that question, but... What is it? Tell me. No, tell me right now. Tell me right now. I want to know. I asked it earlier. I want to know. Wrap this up. In the early days, like early 90s, when they were 
jamming, Trey would go da 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 and they would stop what they were doing, and the whole band would go, no! And yeah. that became such a thing that they uh, got Why onto the show that? at some point. Because cool. they're having fun. They're a fun band. It's, hey, all, well, it's all fun. It's all about fun. having fun. They, they have audience signals, too, though, for a while. Like, yeah, we got, there was lots of stuff we didn't talk shit. about. So like the Wilson like shit. Like the Wilson. No, that was like a thing that I'm not even recording anymore. <laughs> but, you don't um, have to. We yeah, could, there's like, Craig's got it. Say, there's like signals and shit that people would yeah they do, he would like do, do like do musical do signals and then the audience would know to like say something or do something and they had like a lot of audience participation like, things oh yeah, cool. like they would play chess cool. with the audience and yeah they, they did a lot of fun like when they were a smaller band it was kind of they did some stuff the thing you should the check out is south park fish on south park is pretty fucking funny <laughs> Okay. The tour where they're like there announcing scores of like soccer games and football games and shit. The Wilson one, yeah. Wilson. <sighs> All right, it's been two hours. The whole song's about a volleyball. That's true. That's it. That's where I'm ending it. I'm I'm disconnecting. He Bye. The volleyball, right? Well, I'm disconnecting. Bye. That's implied, right? Oh, bye. Oh, tequila is bad. We are so very sorry. I want to kiss my Mexican cousin.